hip hop, nerd shit, sports show, and a little bit of random fuck. Enjoy. Yo, this your boy Taylor. Black is the new black. This is your good brother, Jonesy. What's up, everybody? My name is Benjamin Anderson. We are now on the Wade Force Network. Black is the new black. Welcome to another edition. Black is the new black. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Black is the new black. This is your boy, Benjamin Anderson. Jonesy's here. Um, Taylor will probably be here later. Um, yeah, you know what we do here? Sports, nerd shit, hip hop, R&B, debauchery, wrestling, porn reviews. Yup. Um, last I heard, Taylor was currently helping a burning bus filled with blind children and nuns get to safety because he's just that kind of guy, man. So no ladies, slide those DMs, get yourself a good man. Yes, he loves me about his Lamborghini every now and again. He is a great man. To take your sick dog to his uh to his cancer treatments. Yeah, man, he's he's a stand up guy, man. Yep, yep. Salt of the earth, salt of the earth guy. Okay, I just read something that was weird. Okay, anyway, um, <laughs> um yeah, yeah, yeah. So sports, nerd shit, and hip hop, um, and wrestling. Uh, let's start with sports. Um, so the NBA playoffs are hot and heavy right now. Um, we are basically at the end of the road. Um, yep, and going finals. into the NBA finals. Um, both conference finals are three zero. Nuggets over the Lakers. Um, uh, might. Um, Nuggets over the Lakers. We're at least see one sweep because Boston is losing the next game. But Nuggets over the Lakers. Um, are up three zero. Boston is up 3-0. I mean, excuse me. The Heat are up 3-0 in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, just general thoughts on those series. Um, the Nuggets are just the better team than the Lakers. Um, so there's not really much to discuss with that series. They're just the better team. Lakers had chances to win basically all three games, and they just didn't execute down the stretch. It is what it is. Shit happens. Um, you know, is what it is. Uh, the the other series, the Heat and Celtics series, is a little bit more complicated in the fact that the Celtics are just shutting down their leg the first two games in in Boston. That that was both of those games were embarrassing as hell for them to shut down their leg in that way in both those games. Um, uh, and in the last game, they just quit. Yeah, yeah, last night was absolute collapse. I just started going, and I was cooling, and I was watching the game, and I decided, you know what? I don't need to watch the rest of this. I got I got to, like, the halfway through the fourth quarter mark. I'm like, man, I got to get a, go to work early. I already know the end result of this game, and I pretty much know the end result of this series after game two for me. I was pretty sure they're getting swept, especially going back to Miami. Miami hasn't lost a game. At uh, home in the in the entire uh, playoffs, so and Jimmy Butler still going to cook. So I was like, well, you know what, that's a wrap. And like you said, Boston is it's like Boston has had a complete basketball intelligence collapse in this series because on paper, not even on paper, in reality, you go position for position, 
they have the better players at each position, more or less, minus like Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler. And you can even argue, you know, depending on uh, who uh, – I can't remember whether it's Tatum or Brown has the same position. But anyway, point being, Boston – this was a very winnable series for Boston. Very. But it's just – I don't know if they thought they were going to walk into this series because they had the better team and just – the, uh, Miami was going to see their jersey and lay down or what? Or if, you know, the current coach just can't uh, – I don't even know what term I'm looking for. It, it's such a baffling thing to witness. Like, intellectually, I understand what is happening as I'm watching it, right? But actually watching the reality of it. Like, if I'm like, yo, so there's a dragon that, like, landed on my house and won't let me go back inside. I, I can understand, like, okay, apparently dragons exist. I have to accept that because that motherfucker's right there on top of my house. Won't let me in. Uh, but I still have to come to the understanding and acceptance that there's a fucking dragon over there. And I'm watching this game. I'm watching these games play out. And it's just like, y'all can win these games. Y'all have the personnel. You have the ability. You showed that you know how to play the game of basketball as a collective team, even under this new coach throughout the regular season, throughout periods of the playoffs. Yeah, they've gotten a little lax and let, you know, other teams that shouldn't have even won games against them, you know, get get get, get their shit off a little bit. But it's like, all right, but like it's finals time, man. You know, it's, it's conference finals time. You know, y'all, y'all have the expectation now that, you know, I think for Boston, they we're past the point where, oh, a conference final is Great progress for them as it for this set of players. They've been to the last four. Yeah, y'all have championship expectations now. Y'all have championship expectations now. And they were in the championship last year. Yes, exactly. Like y'all have anything less than a chip for them. And didn't they lead the East with the best record this year, too? No. Um, they're not the one they weren't the one uh, seed. Who's the one Philly, seed? Philly was the one seed. Okay, Philly was Philly the one seed. Was the one seed. I, I stand corrected. But, uh, bro, I just, I, mm, what even are we doing? Like, I, it's time, it's time, it's time to blow it up and rebuild, man. It's time to blow up and rebuild. They about mm. to be swept. No, you can't blow it up and rebuild. Well, not, okay. If you're not, if you're not going to blow it up completely, either you got to, Jalen Brown needs to go somewhere where he can thrive and be the first option himself. It's one of those I situations don't think where there's any reason I, to do any of that. You really made the championship right. last year, you've been to mm-hmm. four straight. Conference finals. <clears throat> I don't think you should have hired Joe Mazzula <clears throat> or extended him because a lot of this is being out coached. Um, like the game, game two, for example. Um, they let Grant Williams. They they let Miami just switch Grant Williams on to Jimmy Butler over and over and over, and that was the game basically. Um, Joe Mazzula has been out coaching every series. Uh, the difference is he's been able to get away with it because um, they're just a better team. Uh, coach Spolster is just a really good coach, and he is just out coaching Joe Mazzula. Um I just don't think they should have hired him as a coach. But um, they're probably not going to blow it up, uh, nor should they. Um, they need a real point guard. Um, uh I mean, there's they'll be a really good team next year. They'll be a championship caliber team next year too. So we'll see. Um I mean we'll see. I think that team is not going to look at all the same next season, bro. But 
I mean, I, I see, I see your reasoning. I also get how these like big office and owners, big office people and owners get in situations like this. You know, hey, we'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe it's just maybe, maybe the solution is coach point guard. Promise land. Well, the coach, I think they just they just hired, so they're not like going to get rid of him. Oh no, no, no! You, that, that's a lot of contract, and they're in the conference finals, like. I, it's not let's blow the t- like you're in the conference finals like if they had to get swept in the first round yeah but you're in the conference finals like you know what I'm saying like it is no I, I got you so yeah, you're saying you don't hit the panic is. button whatever no nah, you just you just um if I was them I'm trying to get a point guard like more than anything I'm trying to get a point guard um. I think Marcus Smart is a good player. Um, I mean, hell, he won defensive player of the year last year. He's a very good player, but you need a real point guard. One that can facilitate and, yeah, I got you. Facilitating offense. So, like I said, we'll see. We'll see what happens with him. Um, I think they're going to burn it down, man, but we'll see. Yep. Well, anyway, uh, those guys. We agree that those guys are not went. They're, they're not coming back from three zero. Oh no, 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 no! They no, are. No. It's, they it's, are going to the Himalayas. I mean, the Lakers aren't coming back either. So, oh no, no, they're uh, not. They're not. I'm watching tonight's game because because I'm a Laker fan. But like, I my expectations, even if they pull this one out, the series would be over in six or five instead of four. Like, um, and they're not I, winning. I'm hate watching the game tonight. We'll see. <laughs> um, you know what? It is what it is. I can catch up on too instead of watching that game. Yeah, like I got anime to catch up on. Um, I'll probably do that instead. New Gundam you know. Depression. But um, you know, kind of is what it is. Um, we're going to probably we not even probably we're going to get the uh a Nuggets Heat Finals. Um, we'll see I'm picking the there. Nuggets. I don't know if I would say a sweep because I think I think Eric Spolstra is good enough to get him at least one or two games, but I think the Nuggets win. Maybe um, one. I maybe one. Per- Personnel wise, like, coaching is great. You someone's got to be on that court to do the shit, and I don't think Miami has enough of the guys to do the shit against this Denver team. Like this Denver team has been these guys basically from beginning of the season to now. They, 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 they were probably yeah, one of the more quiet, less talked about one seeds that I've seen in a long time. But like they, they earned that position and they approved that, you know, <laughs> this Laker team over outkicked their coverage as far as expectations. And so as a Laker fan, I'm not mad at it. Like I saw this, I saw the conversation on uh, first take earlier about is this LeBron's last shot at the championship? Da 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 da. And I got what Stephen A. Smith was saying where it's like, Okay, these other teams that have become really good in the West are only going to get better and improve with their younger guys. And LeBron is at a certain age where, yes, he's lost some athleticism. And I, and I mean, it, it, he he won extra unreasonable is what I'm saying. So like, I get I get that aspect of it, but I also think that with more time to jail together, with what these guys were able to accomplish since the All Star break till now, they're going to have even more time to fill out their roles better, become more cohesive next year. So I can see them having a better year next year. And LeBron's, LeBron plays smart. He knows how to work around his physical limitations. 
Like people, I, I get it. Ha ha, kiki kiki, get your jokes off about the the mislayup and dunks or whatever. It happens. All right, cool. But let's not pretend this nigga is still not LeBron James. So he's been defying the odds for a long time. I can see him getting another another bite at the apple, basically. We'll see. It's uh, yeah. it's based off what the Lakers do, uh, this off season. Yeah, the off season. Um, because like that will solve everything or whatever. So getting Kyrie, I've seen that conversation. They don't um, need Kyrie, in my opinion. In my opinion, common sense. Getting Kyrie, you would have to lose Rui Hachimura. That's basically it, I think. Um. Because with Austin Reeves, they can just they can match any contract anyone offers them because he's restricted, um, and I think the Lakers will match, outside of like someone giving him a super match, which I don't even think he's yeah. eligible for. Um, so they'll match that. Um, getting Kyrie, um, it depends. It 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 depends on it, how much they want um, Rui Hachimura. Because if I'm them. I am keeping Rui. Keeping, I'm keeping Austin Reeves. Because those yeah, I'm keeping Rui. I'm keeping AD um, in the future. Yeah, I'm keeping Rui. I'm keeping Austin Reeves. Um, as far as point guard, I'm probably looking to let D'Lo go somewhere else or trade him. I just, I don't think it's entirely fair because this is a bad matchup for him. But he has been yeah. horrible. In this Denver series, horrible. Um, I mean, I, I don't see them letting letting them go, but I, I wouldn't do it based off just this series, though. But I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> he was he, good he, the last uh, two series, but yeah, this yeah, series, he's, been, he's been effective. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's a bad matchup. It's a, sometimes, hey, what they say, Styles make fights. It's a bad matchup for him. Yeah, he's uh, he's been pretty horrible um this series, but um. We'll we'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, we'll see what they do in the offseason. But, I mean, getting Kyrie isn't the end of the world either. It just, it cuts into some of your depth. Because you, if you still keep Austin Reeves, you get Kyrie. Um, the rest of the team will have to kind of be – well, no, because you keep some of the people you have on the team now. I don't know. I, I personally probably wouldn't get Kyrie um, just because I don't know if I would want to lose Rui. <clears throat> but, I mean, as well, there's the question of just, just Kyrie. <sighs> I, I want to keep it basketball, but, like, this stuff does affect the basketball. Is Kyrie going to do Kyrie shit in L.A.? Because Kyrie, everywhere he's going, has done Kyrie shit. And it's like, do you want that being introduced to the locker room chemistry? Do you, I mean, the only, the only thing I'll say about that, the only thing I'll say about that is those other places, he was sort of the man. And, or, or he was with like a Kevin Durant. That said, I came here for him, I want him here type of situation. Yeah, I don't think he would come into the Lakers and even be able to do anything that would like break the team leadership structure because the leader is LeBron. So like, what he say go. So he didn't seem to be. And Kyrie knows that. Cavs, but you know, 
Then again, well, he was younger and less mature back then, too. <clears throat> I want to be fair to him because he's also talked about this. I understand to an extent. I want my own shit. <clears throat> no, I, I, I am I, playing. I, I, yeah. I completely get that. Yeah, like I'm playing under this dude, and I know this dude is great, but I feel like I, if you gave me an opportunity, could be the man. And he said he handled it poorly because, I mean, if you know yeah, the situation, yeah, I see, I he see did. the statements on it. <clears throat> you know, real nigga shit. He, he did some real nigga shit with that. He, he came forward. He held his. He, he he took accountability for his choices and actions at that time. Like I said, he was a younger, less mature guy back then. So for all I know, yeah. maybe maybe this will come together like like peanut butter and chocolate. You know, I don't know. We'd have to see depending on what they do bringing him in. But you did raise a good point in in the in the um. In the in the Boston and in the Brooklyn situation, he was the guy, essentially. Yeah. Or even in Brooklyn, he wasn't the guy, but like he was there because the guy wanted him there. That was the plan. Yeah. Like, no, we I want you know. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll right. we'll see. Um, so we uh, also got the NBA um, uh, draft lottery number one pick. Um, was going to the Spurs. Oh, um, yeah. We're gonna have the, the greatest basketball player since since James Naismith threw a ball in a peach basket coming right. Victor Wimby. I do not think Wimby that's Wimby. fair at all to that dude. Like um, it's not at all. It's not at all. Like people got to stop with that. Like I think Victor Wimbenyama probably will end up being good. More than like, I won't even say more than likely, but I think he'll end up being good. Comparing, saying that if his career is the equivalent to AD Hakeem, yeah, it's only as good as AD Hakeem and Tim Duncan, it's a disappointment, is a really insane statement. That is possibly, <clears throat> and I mean this. Saying he is like, was it Chris Broussard that yeah. said this? Yeah, it was Chris oh, Broussard. I'll take that saying, for respect part. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. Saying that he is the most hyped prospect ever is also false because 20 years ago, LeBron James was a thing. They played high school games. I don't know if he said prospect. I think he said the greatest prospect. And I'm like, greatest prospect, hype prospect, both. Which is like an even wilder statement. The actual statement he made is even wilder. Like, whoever made that, that might not have been Broussard. But it's like, come on, man. I was there (laughs) watching high school games, like you said, on ESPN. Because LeBron yeah. James was playing in those high school games. Exactly. Like, it's not really comparable. The, the ESPN um, showed those EuroLeague games because, because, because Victor. They showed. They didn't show any. I don't think they showed any EuroLeague games. They did show when his EuroLeague team played um, a G League team. They played the number, the presumed number two pick. And so they showed that game. But they weren't really showing. EuroLeague. Also, I think there's TV rights things. Like the EuroLeague is not the EuroLeague is the second league. Like they don't I don't think ESPN could show those games if they wanted to. Ah, right, true, true. It's nonsense, like TV rights nonsense. and shit. Yeah. True. But um Yeah, like think I think they would dude, have. Like like all things Yeah, some. I th- I think I think I think they would have shown like them in a championship game or something. I don't think they would have shown like the problem becomes with that is like if you're going to just show his games, it would make sense to kind of show all their games. So what? 
if, I mean, yeah, because like I guess if you had the rights to it, you you want you want to maximize what you can get out. Of yeah, it. you might as well show all the games. Right, right. Um, right. That's true. True spill. True spill. Yeah. So you know, they would have, I guess, but they would have had to get the rights to Euro League basketball. So, um, and I don't even think I don't even know who has the rights to Euro League soccer over here. So. Um, That's a good question. I think yeah, I wonder who has the Euro. I know someone does. It people watch it. it I just HBO? don't know who, who has. Was it no? no did, 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 does HBO have the Premier League? I, I think HBO has Premier League. Yes, because HBO is about to start doing live. Uh, and I think Amazon might have the Euro League. Amazon might have the Euro League. I know Amazon has one of those. Amazon has one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty um, much the lay of the land in the NBA, man. Uh, oh no, yeah. no, no! Unless you want to talk about like the top prospects all the way, you know, from from like one, you want to do like one through five, one through ten. Uh, not really, because no, no I don't know no. all of them. One through five. Okay, like I know Victor Wembanyama, Scoot Henderson, but like, like, like you, you and Taylor would finish. know better than me. So I'm like, man, I know, yeah, Scoot and and Victor yeah. are the two guys that I know are gonna that that people have the big um, have a lot of, have their eyes on. Yeah. Before we get Spurs out of NBA taken, stuff, they got a solid young squad. It's, it's Spurs. Oh, the Spurs are 100% Spurs. taking them. I mean, like, I, yeah, that's about to, as well as about to correct myself. They know if when the Spurs take him, they got a really nice, solid young core guys there that they could build something with. Yeah. Spurs are good at doing yep. that. Every couple of years, they come back through with like a squad. So it's about to be that time. Probably what, 2025, I'd say. We'll see. Yeah. So, um, talk the last the little bit of the NBA. Yeah, the last little bit of NBA news. Uh, John Morant is probably about to get suspended for half the season because he can't stop flashing guns around. Um, so which aspect of this do we want to go in first? The uh, the false equivalencies, or do you want to just table that and let's talk about the problem, what the problem with this is versus what people seem to think the problem is? Sure. Kind of the same conversation, but coming from two different approaches at it. Yeah. So, like... I understand, guys, for the yes. people who are like, hey, he didn't do anything illegal. Why nope. you would think that he shouldn't get in trouble for this. Um, and he didn't do anything illegal. No, he didn't. Um, Nobody was shot. No one was that, threatened with a firearm. Uh, yeah. Uh, that Okay, that's a whole nother conversation that ties back to this guy. No one was threatened with a firearm on camera in this case that the NBA is responding to. Yeah. Right. Um, for that one, aspect, and it would be different. Well, actually, it'd be different if, like, I'm trying to think, random player X who had never gotten in trouble flashed a gun on camera, slap on a wrist. Right. Nobody would be talking about it. Right. Jaw is out, out here running around like he's a game back. Um. Right. And the oh, NBA, yes. yeah, the NBA don't want that, and they're well within their right. To not want that. Yeah. Uh, I, want, I want people to understand. The NBA is a business. The NBA does not want one of the faces of the young faces of their league presenting themselves as a gangbanger for no real reason. There, there's no reason. Do you remember when Carmelo Anthony got into some heat with the league when he was in, uh, he was just walking back, you know, walking back around back home in Baltimore and talking to some, some guys or whatever. And one of the guys started going on this whole rant about how he's in the streets, you know, da, da, da. It was doing a stop stitching there. I probably remember it. If I said. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like throwing gang signs like, man, if your snitch is going to die, man, stop snitching, kill all rats, da, 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 da. And Melo's 
Melo had the wherewithal in that moment to be like, these niggas do not, this is why I don't come back home. These niggas do not care about me. You know what I had? Like, he had a shoe coming out. All of that was in jeopardy. Like, he didn't lose anything from it, thank God, because he didn't do any, he didn't actively do anything in that situation other than, mm-hmm. oh, yo, uh, y'all, hey, yeah, I was just hanging out back you know, on the block. Oh, this is a DVD? Yeah, cool, man. You know, I'm excited to be in the NBA. You're going to be playing with the Nuggets, yada, yada, yada. So, other dude is doing all the dumb stuff. And he's just standing there like, oh, this nigga is wild right now. That the DVD footage got to the league, and it was, you know, I don't even know if he got any kind of slap on the wrist, but I know that I, I know it was on a beef DBZ or something, something like that. I know he was a, uh, there was like an organizational meeting with him, like, yo, you, you know, probably did it, gave him some media training and some PR advice, but his situation wasn't him going out there and being like, you know, and like, like, you do that, and you're the face of a franchise, one of the, you know, like you said, one of the premier young stars of your league, a future face of your league, you don't want that person rolling around wilding like that. I'll put it this way. if Making an equivalency for, for these people that want to do the false equivalencies. If a young white quarterback who was famous in the NFL went to like some wild... A proud boys rally. Yeah, right, I was going to say like some wild... It would... I don't think y'all understand that would not end well for him. That would not that wouldn't go positively. As, as conservative as the media actually is in reality and as conservative as, as that league particularly is, that's still not a good look because it creates controversial conversation around your product that you don't want as a multi-billion. It's not even just entity. that. But this is a little bit I guarantee you <clears throat> a coach gonna pull him aside and be like, hey, you throwing the black dudes. You need to relax, because <laughs> there's a lot of it. Like before, we, like just a, there's a lot of white dudes in the NFL that got conservative beliefs. Very conservative, yeah, whatever. Right. They know to shut the fuck up, and when, and when to shut the fuck up. When, you go to a Proud Boys rally. Now you got to come back to the locker room and see those other men, and explain to them why you went there. But anyway, like you out there with your thing with John Moran and your blood and soil T-shirt. That's not a good look for the franchise. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not a good look. You're sitting over there and uh, stepping on the, the, the rainbow side flag thing in, in whatever month. That, hey, the owner might agree with you, but you did it. But he's going to tell you to shut the fuck up. You did it. He's going to tell you to shut the fuck up. And that's the problem yeah. with y'all. If y'all want to have 500,000 guns, fine. Stop waving them around. <clears throat> Stop brandishing them on camera. I will even say this. If he wants to be a gang member, I think it's stupid, but fine. You know, there's a bunch of gang members in the NBA. There's there's a bunch. A lot. Like a bunch. People that you don't even realize. Russell Westbrook, for example. In the original video, or in the first video he got in trouble with, there are other players who are full on communicating him, communicating to that nigga in Damu language. I I I saw the comments. I'm like, oh, Okay, I didn't know that nigga rep that. But okay, wow. Okay, anyway. <coughs> Russell Westbrook. And some I'm pretty sure it's a crib. Bit, but some DeMar DeRozan is a bloodhead. Niggas were telling him, chill the fuck out. Like, other active active niggas in the NBA was in his comments like, hey, this ain't a good look. Like, like niggas like Derrick Rose. Chill, bloody. Gangster <laughs> Disciple. Like, like, there's a lot of niggas in the NBA that are gang members. They just aren't stupid. They grew up somewhere where they became gang members. 
probably and then like um, it's still, what you did. It's it's survival. <clears throat> Most of the niggas yeah. probably ain't put in like, no work because niggas saw you no, know, you got a talent, you can get out and put on for the set. So we're gonna keep you out of certain you know, a lot Hell, of John like Wall. That. That My favorite yeah, thing John, John, John Wall, Wall used to do is, is when he score and stack. Like he would yes. score and just start stacking. That nigga John Wall. <laughs> nice play. All the all the games I start throwing up. John Wall was wild. <laughs> what but time. like, you know what John Wall yeah, wasn't but doing? Like, getting on social media and waving guns around them. And the no. league wasn't too fond of like the stacking because at a certain point, this calmed down. With, with time and maturity, it calmed down. I don't think but, the league particularly gives a shit about I, you stacking like court. Because I don't it, think it, it, most it, of them advertisers, know. Yeah, most of them don't know. But if advertisers pick up on something, then you, you know. But even then, like, I don't yeah. think because, like, for example, with John Wall, when he would do it, they would show it on, ca- like, the, yep. you know how the camera is, like, you score, and they would show him doing it. Like, they don't, I don't. It's not that Lee doesn't care, but they're like, this is harm. This is not hurting anyone at this point. Demar well, Derozan yeah. sometimes when he scores with throw blood, it's Who's not hurting, hurting anyone by by waving his gun around with advertisers. His advertisers, you're, you're hurting advertisers. Because if you haven't noticed, guys. His Nike shoe commercial that they presented during the Lakers uh, series is gone. They don't show it anymore. I don't think you can buy a shoe currently anymore. And like, he's going what? to lose a, huh? lot, a bag. Oh, oh, no. I mean, talk yeah. about burning a bag. And, and and for the people that like want to make this or go down that like race <laughs> aspect of it, yes, his punishment is a direct result of the white supremacist power structure in which all of these different systems coalesce. Yes, you're right. His race is a factor in this, but it ain't the chief factor. Now, th- that being said, I mean, I guess, yeah. I'll, I mean, you, you, you don't think it's the you, you think it is the chief factor that because he's a black player? No, I just don't think okay. it's an important one. Like, I, oh, I okay, that's what I'm saying. If, I said, I said, it's, I said it's not the chief factor. I said it's not the chief. Yeah. It's not the chief factor. And the issue is, you can be black and exist within that same white supremacist power structure and all of that. And also still be a dumbass and do something wrong or or wrong-headed or backwards that costs you something. Like the reality of of our of of our I'm not gonna get all word salad with that shit again. But the reality of, of him being a black man in America does not preclude that he is a black man who lives in America under the system of America that made a individually stupid choice. Yeah, blackness like don't negate the dumbness of, of the of the situation. Yeah, like there's no reason for you to be out here brandishing guns. And I'm also not gonna blame his friend in that situation. His friend ain't know he was about to swing that gun around, and as soon as he saw it, he put the camera down. He is stupid. He's the bad influence. He's the dumb one. He just happened to be the one with all the money. You got that's <laughs> what I'm about to say. You got people around you that can't check you. And yeah. right now you're because right someone now, said like his why and his dad checking him. I have a sneaking suspicion that the dynamics changed when Jaw became Jaw, and it's kind of hard when your son is funding the entire family to check him in that way because he don't got to listen to you at that point. He a grown man and he's a multi, 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 multi millionaire who is paying for everything. It is, I understand how that dynamic 
would be but if difficult. That respect was established early, right? I, I can only speak to me and my dynamic with my dad. I don't know about you and your dad. Well, I mean, I've seen y'all interacting, even though like you're a grown man with a family. I assume that like if he pulls you to the side on something, like, hey, you know, we, we gotta have a talk like this. this I don't recognize. Yeah. I'm, I'm not seeing this this decision or these actions in the well for you. You have that still level of respect for, and I I, I can't, and I don't know these people personally, so I, I don't even want to kind of get into that aspect of it because, like you said, I'll leave it at what you said because I think that's 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 the biggest point of that conversation. We we you know I don't know what their per, interpersonal dynamics are. Anyone that says they do that doesn't is which is most people that, that like are having that conversation in the media are dumbasses and liars. And they're just, they're basically getting hot takes off to get engagement. So I'll leave that at that. But like the whole fact of when somebody is the cash cow, for lack of a better term, amongst his homeboys, he's the one paying for the VIP, getting everybody, t- putting niggas on flights, doing all of that. You, you They're kind of not in a position Everyone has this like idea of themselves being more noble than they really are. Like a lot of niggas, be like if that was my homeboy, I'd be like, man, bro, you fucking up, bro. You got it, man. You, 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 you say that now when you're not like getting out of whatever situation you were in, and you know this person has made your life tenfold better off of their, you know, blood, sweat, and talent. It's real easy to say what you would say and do to niggas when you ain't got no no actual skin and that the reality of that situation is what I'm saying. So like mm-hmm. you said, quit blaming the friends because this is at the end of the day, he's the young man who's making these decisions. He's a he, say, grown ass man. He makes his own decisions. Yeah. So, so now like, he got to deal with the consequences. So yeah, so like that dumbass anti-black ass tweet that you... <laughs> I saw it too on Twitter. Also, yeah. Yeah, that stupid shit where you're like, cut his hair. Thug friends, no dreads. Like, okay. No lives. That's anti black. Just. That's anti black. That's stupid and anti black. Now your ERs and your IMGs, boy. Yeah, that's that's stupid and anti black. Like, he doesn't need to cut his hair. He doesn't need to stop listening to rap music. You need to stop waving guns around. That's it. That's the singular thing, particularly in this incident. Instance ben, is what he needs to stop do. Stop waving guns around. But Ben, what about the other players that show off their gun collections on their social media? Yeah, but those are at their house. If he was like shooting a gun at a gun range or at his house, nobody would have anything to say. And there it is. So I think that about covers that. all the angles on that discussion. All right. Yeah. So this weekend we had a big, big fight. Big fight. Lomachenko versus Devin Haney. Uh, I got some opinions on the decision. Ben disagrees. Let's hash it out. So Haney um, ultimately won the fight by unanimous decision. Yeah. Uh, yep. They, they went bell to bell, went the distance. I feel that Lomachenko did win that fight, even if it's, like I said, uh, off camera. I think the decision uh, could have went either way. I would have been fine with decision going either way. For me, that that unanimous decision just seems. I know it's like a minor quibble, but it's wild to me that it was a unanimous decision. Like split decision makes more sense. And the judge that did one sixteen one twelve for Haney is smoking dick. Like Haney's a great fighter. Chenko's a great fighter, but I do I don't know if it was you or Bobby that said the rest of those guys, you know, in, in that in my opinion, the glamour division. They they kind of they, they 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 take that man out. Yeah. Um. 
I thought Lomachenko did enough to win. Um, I don't think it was a robbery, especially just because I thought Lomachenko won. It was a close fight, but I thought Lomachenko won. Um, 116 to 112 is insane. But, um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was a, I thought it was a close fight, but I thought that, uh, Lomachenko won, um, at least seven rounds. Um, I didn't score it round by round, but I, I thought he probably won at least seven rounds. Um, I was the one who said that this shows me that Haney probably, I think he definitely loses to, 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 to Javante if they were to fight. Oh, yeah. I Thanks think. Because Lomachenko got a lot of yeah. clean shots in that if Tank got those shots in, you're going to Bootyville. Say hello I think to the upper room. Shakur also beats him, I think. Yeah. Um, pretty, not, I won't say soundly, but I think he beats him. Um, I think, yeah, those, the, I mean, there's nobody else in the division that I think really, really beats yeah. him. Um, he already beat him. Uh, yeah. He just beat Lomachenko, and that was the other guy putting that conversation with all of them. So, yeah, and crazy, I thought Lomachenko beat him. Division. So, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, that's a crazy ass uh, division, too. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see what, what going forward he does. He probably should move his big ass up. Um, that can't be healthy to cut that much weight. How much weight, do you, how much weight does he uh, cut down? Uh, I don't know how much weight he cuts down from. I do know that he said something along the lines of he's like walks around at like 170. Yeah, something like that. Um, and fights at 135. Wait, wait, no, no, 150. Because because that's from that clip with the uh, the bodybuilding uh, dude on the podcast. He was not telling the truth. He was not telling the truth. Because like I, I saw that whole interview, and he purposely was not saying how much he weighed. How much is, oh, okay. I'm guessing. Yeah, he he didn't say 150 until pressed on it a bunch. I don't think he was around 150. Uh, I would guess 160 plus. 160, um, that seems about right. Because when, when you see him, like, when he's not, you know, in training camp or just, like, uh, you know, get, doing commentary, doing other fights, he don't look 150. No, he's a big dude. Um, I think he should probably move up. I don't think he will. I think I think he's going to try to get the Shakur fight. Um, we'll see. I think I think he's a promotional free agent right now, so. Um, maybe the Javante fight, maybe the Shakur fight, but either one of those fights, I think he probably ends up losing. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a it was a good fight. Um, just I thought the wrong man won. Um, yeah, oh yeah, it was a great fight. It was a great fight, wall to wall action. Both guys, you know, like I said, it was a razor. It was a razor's edge decision for me. That's why the unanimous just sticks. It's a me thing. It's a me thing. It's it's it's, it's it sticks in my craw. Like, yeah, I don't like, but yeah, all right. So that was sportsketballs. Some of those yep. sports didn't involve balls at all. All right. Yeah. Nerd shit. Did you see Guardians of the Galaxy 3? I don't want to uh, spoil anything. Not yet. Okay. Not yet. I am uh, going I'll, to see I'll, it. I'll keep I'm also going to see the new Fast and the Furious movie at some point. Okay. Wait. Bruh. Let me know when they have the crossover with Transformers finally. Then I'll be back in theaters for that. Nah, man. I'm here for the spectacle. Fast and Furious is a true cinema for our time. Is it ignorant, ridiculous nonsense? Yeah. Yes. 
Um, are you going to eat Chinese food? Yes. All right. Um, but yeah, um, I'm going to see Guardians of the Galaxy 3 at some point. Um, uh, we talked about a Dune trailer in the last episode. There is a new movie with John David Washington, uh, the creator. Um, I'm looking forward to. You also have your mic muted, Jonesy. Your mic is muted. It wasn't muted when you were calling your son. You muted it after the fact. Okay. Dang. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they turned red in front of me. I uh, my bad, Joe. My bad. It's a, it's a new setup. It's fine. <laughs> so I mute. I was like, I, I feel like he meant to mute, mute, but I ain't going to say nothing. Yo, you know what's crazy? I was saying something about Guardians, and you like kept going. I'm like, okay, my nigga, my bad. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoy Guardians. It's a... Uh, I'm not going to do that thing where this thing is the best ever, but to me, it was probably the most emotionally resonant um, Marvel movie of and within itself. Like Black Panther, the mm-hmm. intro to uh, Wakanda Forever is deeply emotional, especially for our community, but that's because of the tragedy of Chad- Chadwick Boseman's real-life death. And, and I'm not knocking that, by the way. I'm saying like uh, uh, this, this movie itself hit those emotional points without... Um, without having to rely on or just just purely based on its own writing and acting. I'll put it that way. Cause I don't, cause I'm not trying to, I hope I'm not coming across as disparaging Wakanda forever or anything. Cause I'm definitely not doing that. I love that movie. Um, well, I will say with this one and we, we've had this conversation on the pocket before and privately people saying there's no, you know, where's the connective tissue in this, uh, phase, phase, this phase four or this is phase five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the beginning of phase five, but people are saying, this phase and the pre prior phase, there's just no connective. It doesn't feel like the MCU because everything's just like in its own, which is what I liked about it. But I, I do think that's false to say that there was no connective tissue. The entirety, more or less, of the last MCU slate, phase four, essentially, to some degree, in each of those projects, there was a, especially the films, though. I'll keep it just, I'll just keep it to the films. But uh, there was a underlying theme of loss, grief, and regret. And this movie, uh, Guardians 3, does a great job of hitting all of those things with the gravitas that they deserve, but also still putting in those moments of levity. There's such, there's like a lot of beautiful character payoffs for these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, and, and shout out to Dave Batista. He acts his ass off in this. Um, even like even while still while still being Drax, but there's these little touches he adds his performances go around that just. And uh, I'm, I'm glad they got Chris, Chris Pratt gets to do. He gets this is the most he's acted like pre Bendis comics version of Star Lord, and I prefer that version or like the Al Ewing version, even the Donny Cates version. I've never been a fan of like the, the Will Ferrell style Manchild. He wasn't the space cop? Nova's a space cop. He wasn't a, like Star Lord is sort of Star a space Lord, cop. Star Lord was not like was not a space cop. Like at least not when D, uh, Dan Abnett and Dan Jurgens and like you you've read Annihilation, right? Or you are familiar with like Annihilation yeah. and Annihilation? Right. Like that guy was like more like military guy. He was a Star Wars character, basically. He was Han Solo, except he was in charge of the rebellion to a degree. So, like, I like that version of Star-Lord. 
I get like efficient military space leader guys, kind of a generic character, but so is Will Ferrell-esque idiot manchild, which Chris Pratt is good at playing. I didn't like I'm fine. I'm I wouldn't fine with go so far MCU. to say that's what he was. I'm fine with it in the MCU. But like in my comics, when it when they anyway, that's a, I'm about to go down the rabbit hole. We're not gonna get in the weeds because we get real nerdy about all of that. The point is, I like I like the the elements they bought folded back in from the comics into his portrayal of his character in this film. So yeah, like if you haven't seen Guardians three, uh, go see it. Bring some tissues. It's also gonna be like there's lots of great action. Uh, Rocket is really the star of this movie, and that's gonna be. I'm not gonna spoil anything. But Rocket is pretty much the star of this movie. And I love what they do with Rocket on this. And I'll say this. I did not think they could come up with a darker origin for Rocket than the one that's actually in the comics. But they, they take the elements of that and then they amplify that tenfold. And shit, man. Woo. The cathartic payoff you get for Rocket. Nice. And, and a lot of other characters, too. It's just odd. I love this movie. Love this movie. 10 out of 10. No notes. Really good time. If, if you're down on the MCU... If you if you want uh, less jokes and more stakes or just more cinema, this one gives you that, and you still get fun too. So it's it's it's, it's quite it's quite a roller coaster ride. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, uh, the John David Washington uh, trailer, creator. I am really looking forward to that. I like John David Washington. Some people are on this weird nepo baby. He only I like, he doesn't show the same range as a Jonathan Majors yet. However, dude can act. Like, let's not act like he doesn't. You, well, you, no, you no, see that comment to myself. Huh? No, no, go. Oh, <laughs> this nigga. Sir, <laughs> sir. You will not talk. We are not talking about Kane the Conqueror in that capacity on this show. We shall not do that. Uh, hey, that nigga is named Jonathan Majors until it is proven that he ain't out here choking white women. <laughs> We almost Jonathan. A, we almost made it a full episode without me having to drop an allegedly, allegedly. I didn't say he did it. I said it needs to be proven that he didn't do it. Okay. I ain't say the man is guilty of anything. I'm just gonna drop those allegedly just, just in case. So allegedly, yeah. allegedly. The crime okay. that he's alleged he was allegedly to out here choking. He was allegedly out here choking white women. Hey, if they're going to replace him, John David Washington, use him. I could. Interesting. You know what? Funnily enough, to circle back to Guardians, I, I, I'm not going to try to butcher this brother's name, but the dude who plays the uh, high evolutionary, high evolutionary, as well as he was the leader of the of the uh, Black Ops team in Peacemaker. People were like, "Oh, he could. Well, he could just have been a different version of Kang that just went by a different name," which actually is hilarious and would tie in because. Right, because it could be a guy like me. Because in the comics, <clears throat> Kang, like all the, the reason there's so many Kangs is because at some point niggas just started going like, you know what? Yeah, that 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 red uh, centurion guy. Yeah, that was also Kang. That, that was Kang under a different name. And uh, Ramatut. Oh, yeah, that that was also totally Kang. He just went further back in time. Yeah. So you could be like, well, your universe's version of Kang was the High Evolutionary. I mean, they could. It's entirely possible. Um, Honestly. I mean, <clears throat> if he wants to muscle up to look like, he doesn't have to muscle up to look like a Kang, really. So he could just be a Kang that put all his stats into uh, intelligence. Big brains. Yeah, versus big biceps. 
All right. Creator trailer looks dope. Uh, it's, it's it looks like well uh, trodden territory. It's, it's it's AI versus humanity. We've seen that. Yeah, robots. Ever since Terminator, even before then. But this cast looks really as good. we are as we are spiraling closer and closer to Skynet in real life. Hey man, <clears throat> you leave Skynet Drake alone. He's gonna make some hot hits for us. I'm telling you. Skynet Drake is about to drop the hottest mixtape. But it looks 20, dope. 2035. Yeah, Creator looks, looks dope. I'll keep an eye on that. Uh, there's a couple of new shows that have dropped that I'm I'm messing with right now. Um, from season two, or from is on season two right now. I know Taylor watches that show as well and a couple of other homies. Um, this is either going to make you want to give it a chance or not, but if you enjoyed Lost, uh, if you enjoyed Lost and I don't, I'll say like Lost, Stranger Things, stuff like that, where there's like a central, kind of a central mystery, more, more so for Lost. Or like, uh, you ever seen that uh, sci-fi series that Lindelof did on uh, HBO where it was about like the rapture or whatever, but then people came back? Oh, um, 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 The Leftovers. The Leftovers, yeah. It, it's, it's got a vibe yeah. like that. Uh, I guess I'll give you all the elements. I was going to say Left Behind. Yeah, I was going to say those, those Kirk Cameron movies. <laughs> Yo, well, left behind is those books very different. I did too. Those were actually if you if you take out the very clear religious context, those are actually pretty cool action pretty espionage. Yeah, pretty solid. Yeah, they were a lot of lot and even even the religious stuff in them pacing. weren't Yeah, it's done from like yeah, a, the rel- more of a Yeah. It, they're hard to explain if you haven't read. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, it's like they experience for yourself. Yeah, like they're religious books, but if you if someone just handed it to you and didn't tell you that, you'd be like, oh, somebody based you this probably in like wouldn't Christian know mythology or whatever. Or, or yeah, yeah, yeah. If you it, look at it like, oh, this is based in the Christian myth of the apocalypse of the apocalypse. Yeah, it's it's, it's actually espionage. Actually, pretty cool books. But I mean, Mark there's also those blatant moments of like this character's a lesbian. Jesus, they're, they got saved and now they're not gay anymore. So now they're a good character. Yeah, that did happen, didn't it? Yep, that that the, did happen. The TV producer that was Kirk Cameron's boss or his character's boss in the books, Dana Z. Oh yeah. Yep, I remember oh, that, that did part. Happen. I remember that character's you know, name. You know, there was a Nikolai Carpathian. Or no, Nick Nikolai. You no, know, there was like a young adult version of that book. Yes, like, like behind teens, kids. left behind. Yes. Kids, yeah. My yeah. church got a bookstore built into it like my sophomore year of high school, sophomore or junior year. And those books were definitely it. I read all the Left Behind. Well, no, that's not true. I didn't read the last one because by then I was full blown like I ain't trying to fuck yeah. with like nothing Christian. So like I read all of them. The amazing so that on one. YouTube. Uh, you know he's a wild racist now? He used to not be. Um, now, or we just you just didn't notice it because you you were down with he didn't have it didn't come well no because like I remember I remember he would like debate racism and stuff and then something changed at some point oh. and he was just like oh no <laughs> I, I I too hate the nigger like it was uh, just very strange he saw his ex girlfriend on black who who uh, well. <laughs> Well, right. um, oh yeah. So, uh, elevated yeah. pitch for from uh, there's this town that people are. It's, it's oh, better example. Stephen King's The Langoliers meets Lost. There we go. That. So there's uh, there's this town that 
people are getting trapped in. It's like a Mobius strip road. You, once you're in, you can't get out. And at night, these creatures come out of the woods that look like humans, but they eat people, but they don't just eat people. They like horribly, they like to play with their food, basically. And they like to make you into pretty, pretty art. So, yeah, not great. But the one thing the town has going for them is they have these talismans that were found that if you put it over, the, you know, you, you kind of got to like hang it over your doorpost or over somewhere in the house and they can't enter without your permission. So it's kind of like, 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 like vampire mythology, right? But, um, basically you see people push their limits. People have been there some for months, some for years, and they're basically trying to find a way out of town while also finding a way to live with each other with slowly dwindling resources because it had been a while before anyone new came to town and then suddenly in the show this new family arrives and then after them there's like a bus of people that arrive and uh everyone's kind of living on the margins of what they got to live off of there and they're also having to deal and there's now there's new things popping up not just the monsters in the woods but like a bunch of crazy stuff happens i, I don't even spoil any of it but basically you got monsters versus people and then people versus people. And as usual in these type of stories, perhaps man is the real monster after all. That's been pretty dope. I've been enjoying that series. Shouts out to uh, Harold Perrineau. He's like one of the main characters on the show. He's kind of like the glue guy as far as the cast goes. He's, he's really been doing his thing on it. I'm, gl I'm glad that brother got a show where he's like, you know, one of the one of the major stars of it. There's a new series, a new uh, Spies espionage series called The Citadel, which stars, I don't want to get her name wrong, uh, Priyanka, Priyanka Chopra Jonas. That's it. And uh, Richard Madden from Game of Thrones. He played uh, Rob Stark. Uh, they have like great chemistry yeah. in the show. This has some crazy, like very good, well done fight choreography for a TV show. Like not even for a TV show, for a movie. This stuff would still be good. Apparently, it's a this show expensive is, show. Well, I was about to say, apparently it's like the most <clears throat> expensive TV show made to date. And it looks like it. Nothing on this looks yeah. cheap. Nothing... Everything, every I'm episode is like behind. movie quality. Say again? I'm uh, at least one episode behind. I'll probably watch it tonight. Yeah, I got to watch the newest episode that dropped this weekend, too. Uh, there's a new show, Silo, which stars, speaking of Dune, uh, the woman that plays uh, Lady Jessica in uh, Dune. She's the one of the main characters of this show called Silo. So the elevated pitch on this one is these people live inside of these constructs these silos and they were built hundreds of years ago no one knows who built it or why they just know that for generations upon generations they've lived here and everyone believes that the world outside is has been poisoned like it's they don't know whether it's from nuclear war or what but they just know you go outside you die but there's one like um there's one like cardinal rule in this society you never say you want to go outside if so they give you a suit you must exit at that point and they send you out to clean to show you that there is nothing out there for you. This is all we have. So mm -hmm. as you can probably guess with that kind of like societal setup, it's very, uh, damn near fascist, not full, not full on because they have elections. Like there's, there's free elections. There's, you know, you get to vote for a mayor of the silo and things like that. There's no like ruling class per se, but if you took like our mm -hmm. world late stage capitalism, and then you force everyone to live literally level on level on top of each other. It's very, it's been very interesting so far. Uh, the first episode is it really, it really sold me on the premise. And you see, um, 
you, you kind of get, you kind of can start putting some things together for the first episode, but then you start to see a lot of layers and different aspects to it. Um, I, I was so interested by the first episode that normally I don't, I don't give myself spoilers, but I like looking into the books and I was like, Oh, that's what that mm-hmm. is. So if they follow the path that the books laid, it's going to be, they can at least get like a solid five years out of this show. And it uh, looks really good. Uh, very well acted, very well casted, fun kind of a sci-fi series. I think that's the last one I had for the notes. Oh, class of 09. I haven't seen it yet. All I know is Brian Tyree Henry's in it. That brother be acting his ass off. And the premise looks really dope. That's also like espionage based. So yeah, that's uh any any uh shows or anything that you've had your eye on that you've been checking out? Uh I've been watching Citadel. Um, like I said, I'm on an episode behind, or maybe two episodes. Yeah, I think I watched the first two episodes. I think I'm two episodes behind. Um Oh, what you no, call it came out? Unicorn Warriors Eternal what? uh came out recently. Came out uh either in the past month or last month. The uh new animated series what is uh it? on by uh, Gennady Tartakovsky. Got behind Powerpuff Girls, um, the uh, Brutal. The, the oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about that. That's, yeah, it's been a really, it, it's been a really fun watch. It's very well animated. It's got that classic Gennady Tartakovsky art style. It's been very well animated. It's a nice little uh, fantasy action series. It's set in a steampunk uh, London. So it's like a really... It's, I'll probably it's watch that tonight. Show. I just you know, need I need something to watch tonight anyway, so I'll probably yeah, watch it's, 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 yeah, right. I fucks with that one too. But yeah, um, I'll leave it at that. I ain't gonna get into the anime too heavy because we got a couple more things to cover in nerd stuff. So yeah, speak. Oh, yeah, speaking of anime, the new tra- Jujutsu Kaisen trailer. Yep, ready for yep, that. Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Uh, we're getting. I am assuming we're get we no we will uh, we're getting the Shibuya arc after what we're getting with the flashback stuff because mm-hmm. uh, the. The beginning of the season is a flashback of Gojo and uh, Tori. Yeah, he's going to fight Fushigi's dad, but he also uh, is going to explain Gojo and um, Satori's relationship. Um, So it should be cool. Also, y'all get to see that Gojo is a complete psychopath. Um, (laughs) I think he's more of a sociopath than psychopath. He is a sociopath. He is a hundred percent a sociopath. He is a hundred percent a sociopath. Like the writer of the book is like, no, Gojo is a sociopath. Yeah, like, like he meant. Like, he doesn't. I mean, we, we talked about this before, but like he he absolutely meant. Like, well, I mean, I guess if you guys didn't let me keep this student for my experiment, I would have just murdered you all and done it anyway. Yes. Some of them were like, oh, 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 Gojo. Now listen, just because you're good doesn't mean we're gonna let you keep keep joshing around like that. He's like, no, seriously. You 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 would have just been an obstacle, and I would have just had to eliminate you. It's the most logical course of yeah, action. He's um, yeah. Go the they'll explain like yeah yeah. This is they explain what Gojo is, why Gojo is the way Gojo is. Um, in this um, um, this season, also why Gojo could have very easily been Satori. He just isn't. Basically, like, there's no real reason he's not a villain. Like, you, you'll see. Like, he just he just decided not to be. That's literally it. Like, there's no actual motivation for him not to be a bad guy. He just was like, I don't. I, I prefer I, not to be. I didn't feel like it this day. Basically, yeah. Um, yo, the Mortal Kombat also got, trailer dropped. I'm amped for that. Yep. Yo, next month does it come out next month of July? Wait, it's next month, isn't it? September. 
Okay, so t- okay. No, September. Yeah, okay, it comes out September. Say, like, next month we're getting like as far as games game. next month, uh uh Diablo four, uh Tech Diablo four Tekken might be next month. I think it is. Tekken, Tekken I think is next month. month. Yeah, Tekken. No, Street Fighter's July. Okay, July. Street Fighter's July. These next couple months. Um, Tekken might be next month. And Final Fantasy 16 is next month. Oh, yeah. Final Fantasy drops. I might, I might, I might probably be grabbing that. Well, I mean, uh, it's not on your system, sir. Ha 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 ha. I can buy these. No, not even just that, that it's the Xbox. Like, it's next gen. Like, they, they didn't even, they didn't even do. Passion. Try for PS4. Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, I think. Uh, yeah, they were like, like that's yeah, the reason we're not, I'm about to upgrade now. We'll so blow we your that. fucking system up. Yeah, we're hitting that wall. We're like, that's probably I'm going to upgrade to. I haven't made my mind yet, but I'm probably going to go PlayStation because Sony is getting all the exclusive stuff. So I'm probably going to end up getting the PS5 because other outside of exclusive games and like who, you know, what your friends play, there's no reason for me to stay on Xbox anymore because hardware wise, they're pretty much identical spec wise systems. System size to pretty much mm-hmm. spec, you know, the specs are neck and neck. So most of my homies have a, have a PlayStation, and Sony has more exclusive titles that I'm actively interested in playing. So I probably am going to upgrade yeah. to that. Speaking of uh, new games that are coming out, we finally got a release date for AEW Fight Forever, yeah. the game that you people said do. was never coming out, the game that people said I- didn't really exist and was going to tank the company because they put a hundred million into it. And they were never going to release it, amongst other silly yeah. AEW discourse. Yeah. Um. The game comes out June. What did not? June. Twenty ninth. Yeah, June twenty ninth. Also, also the Flash comes out next month, which I'm not going to, oh, to see that. I'll see it on the app. You, there's not enough Batman nostalgia to uh, get me to sit in the theater for a DC movie from that era of DC. And I'd like yeah, I mean, movies. it looks like Shazam. I'll see Shazam 2 with my son on the app. Yeah, yeah. If I'm going to watch Flash, it's going to be on the app. I will not be... I will not be going to a theater to watch that. I just... I can't support Ezra Miller at all. They were out um, here wiling. They were a whole terrorist. Literally leaving yes, Batman yes. villain style like Instagram notes for the police. Yeah. They yeah. Were, they were in the space between spaces where time bends or whatever the hell that was for sick. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was he, Yeah, he might have groomed a kid. Is is it's a lot. Babies it was a lot. Fighting um, in the crib, what? This yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Building a little cult. It was a lot going Get, on. Getting the Jared Leto on. Yeah, who at has Jared, a cult? At least Jared Leto gave them. us some pretty cool songs for 30 Seconds from Mars. Ezra Miller just gave us like a reason to lock our doors at night. Wait, Jared Leto was in 30 Seconds from Mars? That's his band, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Oh, or yeah. I don't know. His, hey, Stacy. Listen, man. What's the name of Jared Leto's band? Thirty seconds to Mars. Yeah, okay. I guess that was Seth in the kitchen, not her. I I was unaware. Yep, he's the lead singer. Okay. Uh, uh, also okay. explains why these niggas have like eighteen minute music videos because of course they do. Jared Leto. 
This is the whitest goddamn picture. Yes. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> that was right, so, I just came across the whitest picture so I've white ever forever. seen. <laughs> yep. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to Fight Forever. I'm looking forward to playing it. Um I like No Mercy. Right. Um, um I you know you know you know more about the process of developing a game than I do. So you talk to the people about that and or you can just talk about the takes and why some things were very silly. Just just the general discourse around this game and why it was off base. Yeah. I, I, I gotta step away real quick. I'll be right back. Yeah, so yeah, so they announced this game I think the beginning of twenty twenty. Um or announced they were making it. Um it's very weird the people who were like, Oh, it should come out in twenty nineteen or like it takes a while to build a game, guys. And if this, if they did what I think they did, which is take a very old engine uh, for the No Mercy uh, game and basically uh, take some of the bones of it and remake it for current systems, then yeah, that's going to take about three to four years. Um, it is not. The, the company started in 2019. It's 2023. It's not crazy that it took them a couple years to um, get the game situated. So, you know, excuse me. Whew. Excuse me. I am very much looking forward to it. Um, if I'm wanting a sim game, I can always play 2K. Um, but I want to I want to see what this arcade has. Wrestling game looks like because it looks it looks fun. Um, saw the list of achievements, so I have a pretty good idea of what you're gonna be doing in the game. So yeah, like I said, it looks it looks fun as hell to me. Um, I think people had um, weird expectations for when the game should come out. Plus, it's like just anti AEW sentiment in general. Um. Moving on just a bit, um, more AEW stuff. We got AEW Collision announced. Um, I am looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the Saturday AEW show. Um, I thought for the longest they needed to go ahead and create another two-hour show um, because they have so many wrestlers um, and so many talented people who need the opportunity to shine Um that you probably can't get all the time on Dynamite because Dynamite just having like a sensory three hours of TV, right? Where it was Dynamite, two hours of Dynamite, one hour Rampage. With the amount of wrestlers they had, you had guys that might have been um, in a storyline. You kind of had to keep them off TV because you needed to build another storyline. Now with Collision, you have more of an opportunity to build up all of that. Um, so yeah, um, but 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 big. I just think I think collision is a really good thing. I think anyone who's acting like it's not a good thing is being silly. Um, oh, you transitioned to collision. And, uh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And um, my, uh, my only piece I got to say on uh, Fight Forever is I'm very excited to play it. I'm going to hold off on getting mm-hmm. it until I get a next gen system. I don't want to play it on my. I don't want to play it on my um, on my Xbox. 
it's not because the Xbox Live One is a bad system or things, you know, actively look bad on it. It's just if I'm going to go ahead and upgrade to a new system, I want everything I'm going to be playing on that system. And uh, yeah, I'm sure Ben already addressed the technical things of why certain people's reads on the game development and the chaos around it or whatever is absolute bull. So I ain't, I'm not I'm not going to uh, belabor that point. But I think Collision is a great thing. Uh, you need that that roster is so big, you know. We grew up with WCW, had a huge roster as well. WCW also had three hours of Nitro, two hours of Thunder, Saturday Night, Worldwide, and another show. I I forgot what the other one was. Heat? Nope, nope. Heat was WWE. Heat, right? WWF was Sunday Night. Um, Global? WCW? What was the other one? Worldwide? It might have been like Global or some shit. Yeah. They had like five shows running. So they had a lot of time to fill in a lot of guys. And you could argue that, well, AEW has Ring has Honor Club, or I don't know what they're calling it formally, but Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, Honor is Club, separate. I was call it Ring of Honor. Yeah, but it, it is separate, but it, it is, but it ain't, like, if you're keeping it real. It is, but it is a, I won't say It's, it's a, owned by Khan and his, his his investment group. And a lot of AEW. It's not AEW. There's a lot of, it's not AEW, but it, but guys can go over there and work and get TV time. Basically, if you got somebody on contract, you're not wasting contract money on them. You can go have them do things in Ring of Honor. They had Elevation yeah, yeah. and Dark, which looks like the rumor is true they're going to be 86 in that because Warner Brothers, which is good for them, exclusively want their content on their um, on their programming. Yeah. So, yo, that's, this is a good move. Like, for me, and I know we're like an AEW Shield podcast. We're okay with that, by the way. Tony Khan, Alaretis, Stokely. Looks like you're going to be yes. moving to a big office soon. Uh, we would love to. I have to, no idea what Stokely I, is doing. I, 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 would, I would love to review Collision, my brother. I I would gladly give every episode five stars. I'm a, I'm, I'm proud. I'll, I'll gladly hey, pay. If they AEW want us to, to be Will Washington's assistants, I'll gladly do that. I'm really good at getting coffee. All right. I can do that. I can do that. But anyway, on a serious note, though, um, more programming on a major network is good. I, the people that were like, well, yep. hey, so another thing, so there's multi-layers to what I want to say here, Ben. Where should I start? First off, if you had told either of us in 2018 that there was going to be another U.S.-based, original U.S.-based promotion that's going to be on national TV and employ wrestlers at this level, I wouldn't have believed you. And that's even with me being like us have, you know, we, we, we used to watch NXT together all the time in New Japan. So like, even if mm-hmm. Vince was like, or let's say Triple H just rolled off. was like, man, you know what? I'm tick. I don't think NXT would have done. I don't think NXT would have done well on cable and and i'm not even going to use the numbers that they did running head to head against dynamite against them i just don't think that product is geared towards or at least the wwe fans that are main roster people because we, we're seeing it play out now once triple h took over and started changing things around a bit how some acts that got called up with triple h you know being at the head of creative having an actual plan having built them up prior perfect example johnny gargano because one johnny wasn't coming in when when, when vince was uh before Vince got sent out, set the time out for being nasty nigga number one. But, but what is Johnny Gargano doing now? I'm about to say like Triple H's favorite son, Triple H and HBK's boy, their guy. 
Because he was their guy. Well, Adam, Adam Cole, Cole was more their guy. Adam but... Cole and I don't know, man. Because like Johnny got to do a lot of the stuff that is, I guess, WWE top guy stuff down there. He had he had the he had the hill stable. He got to do comedy stuff. He got to win be be a triple. Adam Cole got to do all that shit too. That's what I'm saying. Like Adam Cole did all that shit. They're like equal. Okay, he's one of the guys. Clearly, the guys that they you you know the guys that were Triple H's guys. Like Swerve said, you could tell Gargano was Triple H's guy. No, you could tell he was Sean's guy. You could tell Cole. You know, Keith Lee, his guy, Cross. A, a definite project for them that that they were and people over hate carrying cross but anyway i got i got in the wrestling rabbit hole there. but the point is uh, something like an aew existing is a minor miracle like i'm not going to take it for granted i'm gonna there's things they do i like no. there's things they do i don't like and i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about both of them equally but the fact that it exists the, the idea of someone saying i'm a fan of professional wrestling cool I hate AEW. I want it to die. It's not going to last more than two years. It's going to every every benchmark that fans have thrown at them. They've they've either met, if not wildly left over and surpassed. Like nope. People are acting as if Warner Brothers Discovery said you better make a you better draw a million eyes a week and be whatever in, in the cable rankings every week. They didn't say that. Like that's something. That, Here's my thing. Something with the Warner Discovery thing. Yeah. Well, they're an actual TV network. Warner Brothers Discovery has told you at every turn, we fucking love them. Yes. Like from from the word go, every time they talk about AEW, it's like, yo, we are happy with this. We we want more of this. Hence, collision. They made it a point to put them yep. on the upfronts their first year there. And yeah, been at the like, upfronts every I, year since. I think people what what people don't understand is that yeah, a million be million a million plus viewers every week would be great. But eight hundred thousand, that's eight hundred thousand more than we had. You get what I'm saying? Like, this is cheap content. This is content that makes its own money. We don't have to write right. this. It provides them. its own hammer crew. Yes. That's the actual business it, it, of wrestling. Has, that these fans who always want to talk about the business don't take into account. You, like I'm not, I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like, like we, me and Ben or Taylor, whoever, whoever guests with us and talks about this stuff with us. Like we've never been to a, we've never worked for a, a, a TV or a media conglomerate. But what, what we do have a basic yeah. understanding of, thanks to my nice and fancy college degree, is that businesses at the end of the day want to produce a product or as cheaply as they can and get the biggest amount of return back on it. Scripted TV, reality TV, and I knew AEW was safe the moment that that that, that the uh, merger went through. People were like, oh, it's over now. It's over now. I'm like, do you, do you know who the dude who's over at Discovery is? The dude that shifted him from educational content to reality TV because it's cheaply cheap to produce. It hooks a lot of people in. It's easy to watch. There's no Game of Thrones narrative to my 600 pound life or whatever they got on TLC now. Remember when it was the Learning Channel? I do. Oh yeah, TLC. That's what TLC stands for. The Learning Channel. That is literally what it stands for. I think they changed. It, I think they changed it like the Lifestyle Channel or something now. But I don't know. I think it still technically stands for the Learning Channel. Mm. You just will never hear That's them. A wild. 
They might as well turn that shit into T Boss Left Eye and Chili because that 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 means even at least that but yeah, more like in the learning channel. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Fam. I'm very excited to see um the show. Um, you know, we get to see him punk back. Sir, you don't see him punk coming back, um, sir. They're, they're going to Daly's place. Punk is angry because they won't let his friend come in, come come come, come to play. So Punk's not going to be okay. There. So. I guess we can discuss that stuff. Um, I mean, we don't have to at all. We we could just make that obsequious reference I did and move on. We could do that. Listen, we don't have to be a part Punk of. Punk said it, and and, and I believe thing. in yes. it so hard. Yes, let let's talk about. You that. don't know these people. Touch grass, relax. Making like snap. Oh my god, Punk is Punk is holding AEW hostage. Oh, AEW is holding Punk hostage. Oh, Punk and the Elite are are having a blood feud. I don't generally. First off, I don't care. That's not on my first TV. Off. Secondly, 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 Punk is going to be there June seventeenth. Well, Legally, he's, he's got a wedding anniversary. It would be, uh, yeah. If you if you <laughs> a wedding anniversary, <laughs> smile, uh, wink from him. That, that, that nigga Punk be uh. You know what? I, I agree with Phil. I don't know if you watch Gravity, but I agree with Phil. I like Punk just be doing his thing. But it may, it makes certain people angry because they're like, well, you did this. You made a company. No, you don't get to be out here making jokes and living your life. Like how, how he was doing the MMA commentary. It was like getting his jokes about like to him. It was like, yes, this thing happened. It was a day that happened. Brawl out happened. He's like, yep. You know, you don't want me in the locker room. And people like look at him. Just, he's so smug. He doesn't even feel sorry about what he did. I'm like that nigga don't owe me. There've been like real actual bad. Arn Anderson got stabbed. I am not owed. <laughs> I am not owed contrition from him. I'm not. I am not owed anything. The people that are owed that maybe they got it, maybe they didn't. But yeah. I, me, you, random person, not owed it. Yeah, the, the nebulous concept of owing the fans an apology, I completely agree with and understand. I understand. You know, I understand that concept being like the fact, yeah, because those those are the people that are investing in your product. Like, but like you said, me individually, I I I wouldn't feel slighted if there was no public act of contrition. But I do feel like there should be one. I feel like that's. I to, don't to, care to, if there's one or not. They can never bring it up again. Oh yeah, I mean, I would I, actually prefer that. I would actually prefer that. I would actually prefer if they never. And, and I would I, prefer if they never reference it ever again. I don't they need will, a reference on but the product. I would prefer they didn't. I don't need a reference on the product. Yeah. But if Punk were to come out and like, it could be a tweet, it could be a, so it could be an Instagram post, it could be in a scrum, it could be in another scrum. But I don't need it. I don't want it focused on on TV at all. But if, but I do think there needs to be a like, like he said out of his own mouth. The disrespect needs to, because you disrespected the fan base, the company, the owner. You put a black eye on the image of the company when when it was at its hottest. Things were going, like, from that moment, things did cool off a bit. And now, for when I say cool off, I don't mean like the show was, was dying and hemorrhaging, like, like, freaking, I'm not a British weirdo talking wrestling on YouTube. So I don't need to, like, to say ridiculous things for engagement. But, because my principles as a man, you, you 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 mess up like that. You 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 uh you make your your actions of contrition need to be on the same scale as your mess up, if possible. And in this case, they are because there will be another scrum. So, but anyway, like you said, I don't want I don't want to I don't want an angle made out of it. I don't want to. I know we're leaving money on the table, but like nigga, 
as a fan, why do you care about that? Last I checked, while we are paid AEW shields, we're not actually being paid. So I just don't yeah. care that much, man. I would it be cool like if him and the Elite like to watch feuded? Wrestling. That'd be cool. But also, if they do this, if the rumored Samoa Joe versus Punk feud is what's happening, I am very much here for that. Like, they don't have to interact. Like, I, I just don't care that much. Yeah, I just want to watch but wrestling. I think yeah. Collision is a really good thing. You're getting Andrade back. Yeah. He is done. The needs it. There's not enough TV time. He is done you know, hanging out with his ostrich wife. So, um, I'm not going to disrespect that. Miro's back. Uh, come on. Um, the Redeemer has returned. Say? Praise be his name. May he break many a back and humble many a hoe. Um, you know, we'll see. Like, apparently Hobbs is going to be a really big deal in the show, which is cool. Ricky apparently is also, which is cool. Uh, yeah, you just you needed a brand split. You needed to move some people over. Let people maximize to, 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 in order to. Yeah, because now you can you can move all the cool shit Swerve's been doing on Rampage. You can put that on Dynamite now, or you can put it on Collision. Yep, like you you can you can you know. I mean, um, I wonder how Rampage is going. Rampage is going to become Saturday Night Heat, basically. No, no, uh, but you know what's funny. Yeah. Tony Khan said out the gate that that was the goal for... I think what got people um, sort of confused with that, right? Because we you know, we went to one of the first Rampages. Yeah. When we went to Dynamite and they taped the we Rampage. Went, yeah. Yeah, and they yeah. taped more Rampage when we went to Battle of the Belt. So we went to some... Before Punk got there, we went to um, the first Battle... We went to the Dynamite in Charlotte and Battle of the Bills in Charlotte. And they taped Rampage material yep. for both of those. And so those were like early episodes before the, the first dance. I think what in people's minds happened was this. CM Punk debuted on this show. This must be a super important second. This must be like their next. This must be their SmackDown now because it's their second show. And and Punk was here and, and, and they drew over a million on that episode at 10 o'clock on a Friday. Clearly. So here's your first clue. The show comes on 10 o'clock on a Friday. Rampage has been and probably will continue to be a show to fit in the things that you couldn't fit on Dynamite because initially, edit, excuse me, when Rampage is at its best, right, it builds on the previous uh, things that happened on Dynamite to set up things for the next Dynamite. I think the problem mm-hmm. with Rampage the last couple of months has been that wasn't happening as often. So usually, like, I know when we were going to them, Rampage would be like, okay, something happens on Dynamite. These guys have a pull-apart brawl, yada, yada. I'll see your ass on Friday, da, 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 Okay, they take for Rampage. What happens on that Rampage match goes leads into something else on Wednesday. Maybe it might be a match. Maybe it might be another angle to extend that feud. But whatever. Now, if, like I said, the past couple of months was more like it, kind of its own separate show. where, Like you said, where things Swerve was doing on Rampage was all been dope stuff, by the way. Him and Keith Lee and a couple other people, like when House of Black was on Rampage for their run of time, it's like, yo, um, mm-hmm. hmm. okay, that's cool over there, but like, there's no reference to it on Dynamite. They, I, I think if they can roll that back into each other, that'd be cool. Not also, I don't think that uh, yeah. Collision should just be standalone out there by itself either. All these shows are in the same company, so yeah, the stuff connect unless they're doing like a hard, 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 like straight up hard brand split. In that case, yes, do that. I don't even. I, I think both they shows have not confirmed. As a connecting point. Right, exactly. 
They haven't confirmed. Yeah, they have not confirmed they're doing a hard brand split or whatever. It would, to an extent, make sense because you're you're telling some people, hey, you got to be here Wednesday. Other people, you got to be here Saturday. Um, So it makes sense. But it's still, I don't know how hard it will be to be like, okay, well, this week I'm going to be on Saturday and two weeks I'm going to be here Wednesday. So I don't know. I don't think it's going to be as hard as what uh, SmackDown and Raw occasionally do. I would say, hey, man, you know, Um, ideally use Rampage as a bridge show between the two, especially if you're going to do something mm -hmm. where it's like, well, this is going to get picked back up tomorrow night on on Collision. Collision. Right. Oh, yeah. Another thing I think I I, I would like to see Rampage go back to doing is the next guy up on Dynamite used to be the kind of headliner on so, like, when Punk debut, right, it was Punk's show. When Danielson mm-hmm. came through, it became Danielson's show. Uh, when they started gearing up uh, Orange Cassidy before he got the international championship, he was on there a lot. He's still on there a lot. But, like, yo, yeah. like, use Rampage to, like, kind of build, because you don't have Dark anymore to build. Well, I guess the records still exist, but they're not, like, letting them dictate booking anymore. I would like that to return. That's yeah. one of my complaints with AEW. That's one of the things that made it more unique. Because you couldn't just ass pull a title match out of nowhere, they they, they kind of held themselves. People complain about the raking, so they got rid of the rake. I say fuck that. <clears throat> I, well, with people complaining, they had they were kind of the, the biggest situation I remember being with the ranking complaints was FTR been number one contenders for X amount of months and they have not challenged for the tag titles. Now we know that was a hundred percent a storyline. <laughs> it, it was, and but also logist like. Since we're all behind the scenes niggas, like our hardcore wrestling nerd guys, you don't want to kill the hot babyface act that got over organically by having them either beat or lose to another hot babyface act that is over organically. So no, you have a transitional title reign uh, reign by the ass boys, which I know you were not a fan of. Which had an epic that that (coughs) I'm not. I am a fan of that interest. Before I was about to say, many men. <laughs> that was great, man. Them boys, hey, them boys cooked. That man. was great. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, Collision should be dope. More AEW talk. talk. Yes. Yep. Double got or nothing. Double or nothing. Card right here so far. Sunday? You know, we got another week. They might add another, another yeah. match. No, it's Sunday, ain't it? Yeah, it's Sunday. Oh, no, you're right. What I meant, we got another episode. My bad. We got two more episodes of TV yeah, yeah, before yeah. that. Well, Three, if they yep. bring in some Ring of Honor stuff, uh, they might or might not. They're probably going to save the Ring of Honor stuff for mm-hmm. either a big taping or the next Ring of Honor pay-per-view, which I forgot what their pay-per-view cycle is because I'll be honest, I don't know about you, but I kind of stopped watching in 2020 when they were doing, like, the very delayed dropping of shows. So, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I got don't the know card here. I can, uh, it looks like there's nine matches announced. I don't know if this mm-hmm. list was made before or after probably- the TBS title match. Okay, nope, the TBS title match is on here. All right, so we got Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, and Brother Zay versus Ethan Page and the Guns. If the Hardy party wins, Matt Hardy gets to control Ethan Page's contract. Matt Hardy needs contracts. But you know what? I mean, there's continuity in storytelling. Matt's always fucking with contracts. Um, I think they're writing out... I think, well, you watched Dynamite, right, this week? I, yeah. yeah, I think they're writing Zay out on that because, uh, you know, they pilmanize his neck. So I can see him being yeah. out of the match and it just being a Hardy's match. 
and the guns not necessarily being in that. I think this week the guns get written out of that. And this is my my fan theory. Yeah, we 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 saw we saw on some of the uh, promotional material for Collision that Scorpio Sky was in that promotional material. He is. Yeah, he was on uh so, some of the stuff I saw. He was like um one of the faces. Like one, he had like there was a one with his, a big ass Scorpio Sky ah like screaming face on it. I can see Scorpio returning at this event with um Scorpio returning. And teaming with Ethan Page because Men of the Year was a really good tag team. Uh, Scorpio has been healthy, but apparently, by all accounts, by reputable sources of like dirt sheet people, uh, there was no creative plans set in place for him. I think a lot of these no creative plans things were uh, due to Rampage or not not Rampage, but Collision kind of being negotiated and worked out. That would make sense in my opinion, but I don't know. But I. I but if the match happens as is, that should still be an entertaining, fun match. All right. So I think that's I think that's on the buy, but that may or may not be on the buy. It's not. It's not. I'm, um, the website I'm looking on doesn't have it in bold black, so I'm going to assume that's going to be uh, on the zero hour buy-in. No wait, on the buy-in. Mm-hmm. Ring of Honor has the zero hour, so yeah, the buy-in. Um, next up, we got Anarchy in the Arena. I think, I mean, this isn't, by the way, this isn't a match order that's going to happen that night, y'all. I think yeah. that Anarchy and Arena should open the show because mm-hmm. you, if you're going to, well, well, we'll get to why that. I, I think the world title four-way match, pillars match should close. You should book in the show with two of the hottest things you've been building. So Anarchy and the Arena should open it and then you should close with the pillars because if these are your future main eventers, you, you've been telling us all this time, these guys are the future of the company. This is your future main event scene. What better way to establish them as the main event than literally letting them go out there, sink or swim, be the main event? Because if you position these guys as and the world title, because it's with these four young guys as less important than something else on the show, then you are not so subtly telling the rest of, you know, you're, you're telling the audience, yeah, the world title's here. Yeah, these guys are all talented, but they're not as big stars as, as Mox and... Danielson, whoever, and that may well be true, and objectively speaking, right? But you want to you want to put the perception out there that we believe in these guys. These guys are the future of the company. This is where we're going. We're going all in on these guys. So I say, you know, open up with something that you know is going to be hot for the crowd. I don't think they'll open with that. I think the last Anarchy in the Arena was like the middle of the show. Yeah, middle of the show. It'll be something like that. I would, yeah, I don't think they'll I would open, open it. so that you got more time Anarchy. to like clean. We'll see, we'll see. But fair enough. I I, I see your logic though. Uh, next, we have the international. Yeah, Championship. the last one, the Jericho one, was like in the middle of the show. I got. It. Was it? I thought yeah. it was like the second or third match on the card. Uh, it wasn't. That, it didn't open. It, it, yeah, it did. You're right. It didn't open. All right, next we have Orange Cassidy doing Orange Cassidy things in the most Orange Cassidy way, defending his international championship in a blackjack battle royale, meaning he will face off against 20 competitors in a battle royale for his championship. I think this is a good way to take the belt off Cassidy without having it be pinned. But Mm -hmm. also, they've been very intentional about building both on Ring of Honor TV and on uh, Rampage and on Dynamite, uh, building up to a match between himself and Kyle Fletcher. Since Kyle Fletcher of Ozzy Open... Well, that's Wednesday. 
Oh, they're doing it this Wednesday. Oh, oh, well, that changes mm-hmm. everything for me. Okay, well, um, hmm. I thought they were going to hold that off till Forbidden Door. That's where I was going with that whole preamble. Mm-hmm. That's never Wednesday. mind. That's that's that's. Ooh, they're going to cook this week. Damn. All right, them boys going to put on the show anyway. Uh, this could be the opp- This could be the time to take the belt off of Orange Cassidy. Also, uh, two guys are, are making a big return, right? Collision. Uh, Andrade could win that belt because Orange Cassidy has had a continued feud with uh, La Facion and Gobernable. So I can see uh, what yeah. better way to bring Andrade back than put some gold on him and let that man just have bangers or have Miro win the international championship and have bangers. One of those two guys could go in that match and win it. Cassidy doesn't have to get pinned so you don't burn a pay-per-view one-on-one singles match for it. Orange yeah. Cassidy has a one, you're, you're you're literally facing 21 other guys, so to speak. And uh, Orange Cassidy every week has accumulated a new injury. I think at some point he should just roll out to the ring in a wheelchair with all his different injuries. But, you know, we'll, they're probably not going to do that. But yeah, I, I don't think Orange Cassidy retains. I think we're going to have I don't think we're going to have major title changes. I think Orange Cassidy is going to um there's no trios title match announced for the pay-per-view. And the I think that no, they're, I think yet. they're going to add yeah, I think they're going to add that this week since there was a reason that uh that uh the acclaimed and kept up calling the grown ass man daddy ass had a trios match on Rampage uh this this past week. So and they did win that battle royale thing to, you know, challenge. So I, why not go ahead and do that match now? I mean, like you could save it for the debut of Collision to have, you know, a title match there. But we'll see. Um, next, TBS Championship. This match should bang because Taya Valkyrie has looked much better, to my credit, than has in the past held me accountable for my views on Taya. Um, I will say, I was not impressed with her NXT run at all. Her return to Impact. I don't think she was impressed with her NXT run. <laughs> okay, so we agree with that. Uh, I know she was doing her thing in Impact. She she looked better there. And I just, I'm going to say it. I liked her most. My exposure to she her. She died in Impact. I've liked her. She said she what? She said she died in Impact? They killed her. That's that's how she left. Oh, yeah. They literally yeah. Okay. killed her. I thought that you meant like it. in like the fans' term. Yeah, 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 yeah. They killed her. Just like they killed your boy, um, uh, What's his name? Eric Young. Eric Young got killed. He got shaked. killed. Bunny. He got shaked to death by Cody Dean. I that I yeah, know. I know. I know. We get our jokes off about Impact, but I actually do. I do enjoy some elements of Impact, mainly the wrestling. The wrestling has always been pretty high quality in Impact, um, especially the women's division over there is is, is top notch. Yeah, as far sure. as North America. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I like that, that they embraced. Mm, I, Fair enough. I heard Trinity had a really good match. I need to go back and watch that. I like that they embrace the more like Florida Championship wrestling elements, people. the Smoky Mountain supernatural <laughs> elements of wrestling. Like, like you said, oh, if you're leaving, got killed. you're leaving the territory. You gotta die. You gotta die. <laughs> Impact is gonna get you out of pain. Like, yo, I don't know. Impact did a whole thing where Eddie Kingston did a drive-by on a child to get LAX up out of there. Like, oh yeah. Damn. Yes, they, they, they killed Luke. They killed the little, the little homie. They, they had. They used to come out. I was like, "Yo, that, that was wild, man. That was wild." But like, I did like that impact. But anyway, went off on a tangent. 
We've been doing better about tangents though since we started getting show notes. So, so y'all, 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 you know, acknowledge your boys, man. Acknowledge us like Roman. We'll get to that. Yes, Ben. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have that moment. Mm. Okay. I went to SmackDown. It was fun. It's um, good. You should take EJ once. Anyway, uh, I'll take him to AEW first. I'm gonna take Seth to the next we, AEW. We don't show. Do quality over here. If it's close, if it's close by, and he doesn't have school the next day. Oh yeah. If we get a dynamite this summer, I'll definitely I'll, I'll, I'll take Seth with me. All right. Yeah. Uh, or shit, if we get a collision, I don't know when. Oh, true. Oh, that'd be a Saturday too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jay Cargill versus Ty should be yep. a really good match. Their first match was was really good. Uh, we it's wild to me that we've seen every single match that Jay Cargill has had because she has not done the house rules shows. Hell, if if we get a house rules show, nope. I would go to that. Um, but yeah, yeah, that match should be good. Uh. I've really been enjoying their feud. Your best friend, JD from New York, uh, lost the plot on that. Uh, uh, I'm blocked by JD from New York. Uh, so. He'll probably never see our podcast as we're not that big, but if he does see this, I will be soon too. Yeah. 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 That should be a good I don't match. even remember exactly what I said to him. I think you called him a bitch, if I, I recall. I'm pretty sure you called him a bitch. I think I said grow up. I'm pretty sure I just said grow up. I don't think I called him a bitch. You might have. I called whatever one of his fans that was in my mentions. Oh, that, oh, that, after that a bitch. Okay, yeah, that is right. That is right. So, yo, TNT championship. Because he was in my mentions for like two fucking days. Yo, he really was. That nigga was wild and <laughs> B. Yo, um, so we're going to keep running down the car, but we're also going to like, give our, as you've seen, give our commentary on angles and and, re- and workers and things that have been going on. Uh, ben, how do you feel about the idea that Wardlow uh, lost steam post the MJF feud and that his TNT title run, uh, that basically that Wardlow is damaged goods that they got to reheat up and, and, and there's, there's some fixing we got to do with Wardlow? <clears throat> he is not damaged goods. I think he did cool off a bit. I agree that he cooled off. Damaged goods. I think that... Uh, um, go ahead, go ahead. It's actually your opinion. I think the TNT, I think the way the TNT title has been booked since Miro has been a little, uh, yeah. Um, like I didn't think I got the logic uh, of it, but Hobbs should have left, lost it right as quickly as he did. Um, that was kind of always the plan, apparently. Warlow, what is the day before and then lost it? So, like, it, 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 it's a TV title. Yeah, it was. It was TV a lot. Titles are kind yeah. of meant to change hands on TV and often move around, though. So I accept. Yeah. I, excuse me. I accept that aspect of it, but I do agree with you. He cooled yeah. off. I don't think he's damaged goods. I think the problem with Wardlow is no. Nah, he ain't damaged goods. Once he had to start wrestling, and, and you know we we saw this early too. Remember that that banging match him and Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy had for the belt, and people were like, mm-hmm. "Well, one is babyface versus babyface." I actually, like the AW does that. Because it's an athletic competition at the end of the day. And people are like, well, Wardlow yeah. shouldn't be giving up anything to Orange Cassidy. You mean the dude that uh, beat Powerhouse Hobbs in X amount of seconds, whose who's, who's Superman punch has been shown to be a very effective maneuver against larger guys who use mm-hmm. his speed and dexterity and everything else against Wardlow? Like Wardlow didn't look weak in that match. He had a competitive match with, and he still beat him by being more powerful, and also got to show off some of his yeah. high flying stuff that he can do. So, like, but the thing <laughs> is, what got Wardlow over was being a monster and demolishing people. 
both roster members and job guys. Okay, mm-hmm. or enhancement talent, because I'm going to be disrespectful to the... I, I got a homie in the industry that niggas don't like to be called jobbers and shit, especially by niggas like us. So enhancement talent. Um, the problem came in where people, I think they need to reframe how we watch Wardlow wrestle and, ex- and the fans have to just start accepting that. Because, hey, it's funny that we talk about Wardlow having a match with Orange Cassidy and giving him too much, but people really liked the mini feud between Fuego Del Sol and Miro. I enjoyed those matches. Fuego got his stuff in. Yeah. But he still lost. And Miro, like, got to put the paws on him. Like, he got to put hands and feet on him to punish him for embarrassing him by competing. So, like, that, like, you can do those matches and do them well. Also, speaking of collision, yeah. Fuego does so. Great guy to put there. Ring of Honor. Great place to put Fuego as well. But Fuego's yeah. injured. He, oh, like, that is right. He did, yeah, he did. He, yeah, he got injured. Because I was thinking, damn, where's Fuego been? Because Fuego was on TV pretty good. Yeah, he was doing enhancement stuff, but like he was getting when he comes back. Yeah, he fucked his ankle up. Do you think? <coughs> hear me out. Fuego del Sol comes back as a heel and joins La Facion. I don't or, think they need him. Or tag. Oh, second pitch. Fuego comes back. People love Fuego, so it's going to be hard to get him booed. He comes back and he. Tags with Bandito, and they are officially the best amigos who are down with the best friends who are vicariously now inducted into chaos. Forbidden Door goes down. Rocky Romero comes in as his lucha character, or not. Just I just want to see uh, Ropongi Vice. And I would like Bandito to do way cooler things in tag team with Swift. Ah, Fuego's, ah, Fuego's cool, man. And that's yeah. not really meant to be like a shot of Fuego's okay, soul. Okay, I, got, like I, I get what you're saying. Bandito as a, yeah. You want to see Bandito cook, basically. Oh, international yeah. championship match. What if Bandito wins it? He could. He's an all-around he better could. wrestler. Than I, I think they're going to give it to somebody man. like... I, I'm thinking like Miro or... And they ain't giving it. it. Yeah, Miro. Why not? Miro or Andrade. Or somebody like that. Miro or Andrade, I can see him giving it to Bandito. Um, but Miro and Andrade. But then again, that would be beating someone in your faction. So, um, Is he officially in their faction or not? Oh, they had a banging match with each other. I, I think he is. They can run that rematch. I mean, he's hanging with them, so like I guess. Oh, but Ben, AW has too many factions. Anyway, we've talked all about the TNT title and everything else. So here's the match, right, for the pay-per-view. I told y'all, we're going to kind of go around the world with this content baby yeah all right yo so because like fuck that Lincoln game it's, they're losing they're my team but they're losing we got Wardlow versus the brunch god aka Mr. F your dad aka the guy in the tag team that actually was the Sean skills wise just didn't have the Sean look for Vince really you don't think Christian is one of the most technically sound smooth dudes who's ever Walton. Yeah, but Edge is also like, no, no, it's not, hold on. It's not. I wasn't. I wasn't knocking. Hold on, hold on. I'm not knocking Edge. I'm not knocking Edge. Edge is great. Edge is Edge is a first ballot all time Hall of Famer. Edge is an incredible talent. I don't like his like. I didn't like his King Lear Shakespeare sitting on the throne of skulls promos. But <laughs> <laughs> don't. I'm never gonna. I'm never gonna be like Edge. Want that nigga? Edge is that nigga. Like respectful. 
Same for my thing is that Christian is so underrated by comparison. It's kind of wild to me at times how people act like Christian Cage isn't Christian Cage. But anyway, I think I think his AEW run, especially once he turned heel, because you remember the discourse around the time he was facing Kenny for the championship at uh at All Out. People were like, yes, I, I mean, do remember that. Yeah, right, right. Like, yeah, I th- and they had a fucking dope ass they match. Did. They had two of them, Ben. One for the for the uh. Mm-hmm. For the Impact Championship on the on the debut episode of Rampage, they had a banging match for that. Rampage, yeah. and then they had a banging match. It now more cool things happened throughout the show of uh, that All In because we had the debut of Adam Cole, we had the debut of Brian Danielson after that. But like Christian, I and think Kenny we get a debut a of somebody. I think we get a debut um, at Double or Nothing. Well, not. Well, I don't think. I think we probably would. We definitely would have if Mo. Um, if uh, oh, no, Sasha, no, no, no. Had, Sasha, Mercedes hadn't broke her ankle. Uh, that Boston collision. But or, uh, is there a Boston? There's, there's a Boston. Oh, something yeah, there's a Boston. There's a Boston something coming up. Yeah, and you don't got to wrestle. You can just hey, your debut. AW usually doesn't just debut somebody in a match. Someone that's going to be there long term at least. They'll have like oh, Vikingo versus Kenny because he's pulling up to do a couple of dates. But Mercedes, if if, you, if they land Mercedes, she don't got to wrestle yet. Soraya didn't. Hey, Soraya just walked out in Grand Slam. No physicality. Yeah. <laughs> Mercedes come out in crutches because she broke her ankle like yesterday. As long as they're wrapped <laughs> in money. I mean, yes, I got I got I got to watch that show, too. I got to get back and uh, check the joint out. But yeah, so we got a ladder match between Wardlow and Christian Cage. That should be very interesting. So question because just from a show watching experience it was wild we're really gonna watch nigga the homie Rashad getting married the day before and then like I'm coming home after that and then we're gonna watch the pay-per-view it's wild great weekend anyway um with having basically this match is basically gonna be a TLC match because they're going they're they're going to not they're not going to not do the thing right they're gonna do the thing Mm -hmm. so you're gonna have a match with plunder you also got anarchy in the arena you got to think about spacing those the ladder match and those matches a good distance apart. So the way like I'm reading this card, I'm reading yeah. from the bottom of this page up, and so this page has Anarchy International Championship, Jade, and then the TNT Championship. I think that is the right way to start the show off. So there's distance between all the stuff you're going to see in Anarchy in the arena, and you know there's no DQs in the multi man match. So there's going to be some some toys are going to come out in the uh. In the, in the four-way match. Sammy's jumping off of something high. Mm-hmm. Yes. So we'll see, though. So the World Tag Team Championship match. Well, when we get to the when we get to the championship, I'll tell you what I think is going to happen. But go ahead. Okay, yeah. The World Tag Team Championship match. Oh, I, I got a theory, too. We probably got the same theory. We'll see. FTR versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, who... Oh, yeah, with Mark Briscoe as a special guest referee. So, and apparently, Kerry Jarrett is going to be doing some TV dates. Uh, as soon as I saw her on Dynamite, I what, was just like, hanging out with them, or I don't know. Was she just hanging out with Jeff? She was on Dynamite. <laughs> I was like, I don't need this. I don't want this. I actively hate this. And then I had you don't even you don't even like the Brewu guy. You yes. don't even like. I don't. You know, you know what has happened since Jeff Jarrett showed up? House rules, collision, apparently know. a new TV deal. Really, nigga, you going, you going, you going, you going to play me like like I do you with you? He is the draw. He's the, he's the catalyst. He is the Jay draw. White is not the catalyst. He's the catalyst. The oh, draw. Oh, speaking of Jake, we're probably 
Speaking of spec, oh, we'll probably get in that match on let's here. Let's take a, yeah, let's take a take a segue. So Ben was not a fan of the the ending of the Ricky Starks and Jay White main event. I was, I got it, I get it. We're getting that, we're getting the blow off match at the paper. I get what they're doing. You just didn't I, like I, it. I just you didn't like the way it I wasn't played a fan. out. No, but I, I get what they're doing. It's not the end of the world. Like I wasn't like, oh my god, this is the worst. Yeah, because AEW doesn't like, often like do I, main uh, doesn't do DQs. Period. Like they do them, but they they're very sparing yeah. and they have a meaning when you have them. And they definitely don't just do them in main events. Yeah, I know why they did it. Yeah, I, yeah, right. I get why they did it. And I actually liked it. I, so, like I said in our chat, um, I like that Ricky Stark said, nah, fuck this. Y'all been fucking with me all night. Y'all been fucking with me for weeks. I just want to beat your ass. And, like, back in the day, that's exactly what the rocker Stone Cold Steve Austin would have done. Yeah, he gets a win. It's a DQ. But I'm about to beat this nigga ass. That's what I came here to do. Yeah. I tried to be I tried to do it within the confines of the rules. His man's is out there messing with me. He fucking with me. Alright, cool. He fucked around and he found out. I just wish that I'll say this. I get some people that were like the referee should have disqualified Ricky immediately. So if like let's say as soon as he hit him with the chair with, with the gut check and the ref was like, hey, and Ricky was like, it just went in on him. It went in on, on juice. So I, I get that aspect of it, but like to me, all roads lit, led to, are leading to Rome here. So hopefully we get Jay White versus Ricky Starks. That match is going to cook. Them boys was doing their thing, and they were doing, like we said, the ending was a DQ, so they really weren't going full board. This is pay-per-view time speed. I can't wait to see what they do when it's like time to really go-go. Oh, this, yeah. doesn't have, oh, this list doesn't have Jericho and what's called on it either. So Jericho and Adam Cole are this isn't on the list. Yeah, unsanctioned matches. Unsanctioned matches on here. Uh, yeah, they're, they're gonna have an unsanctioned match. That should be dope. So then again, another match with Plunder. There's gonna be a lot of uh hardcore, not death match, but hardcore wrestling on this show. Uh, like you said, back to Mister Briruiwu. Yeah. Uh, he's look. Jeff Jarrett has always been a great wrestler. So so let let me let me address this because there's been multiple times we've discussed Jeff Jarrett since he arrived at AEW. I don't need that nigga on my TV in the year of our Lord 2023. He's a great business mind. He's done, yo, the house, the house, uh, rules show, the house show, the house rules shows. Great idea. Also, that's basically him. Like like some things Ben was being facetious, but in dead seriousness, he has all of those. He knows like the smaller markets that you can go to and draw a full house at. And he's getting those younger guys, those reps. Like Jeff Jarrett being hired as an office guy. Great move. Because he was already doing that at WWE. So, like, in that capacity. Yes, Jeff Jarrett looks amazing for his age. Jeff Jarrett can still go in the ring. He, 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 if you've ever, like, all jokes aside, like, I'm like, I'm like 80% just talking shit when I shit on Jeff Jarrett because he's a heel. And Jeff Jarrett shows up and he gets heel heat from people out of this. Like, if you watch when he does anything in AEW, you know what's wild? Remember uh, a couple weeks ago where they where, where where Mark Briscoe came out was like everybody chill you my boy dim your boys these my boys everybody get some tequila and Jeff Jarrett like when he threw his drink on the mat did you hear like the amount of the booze rained down on this man but I I was like that son of a and I realized Jeff Jarrett is an alcoholic Jeff Jarrett has been sober x amount of years Jeff Jarrett it real real. Not the character. The man was like, nope. 
not even gonna I love the business, but not gonna love my family and the life I'm living more. This nigga is so hated that this fan base that is, you know, hardcore fans, but like hardcore fans that know that this man has a prop is in is a recovering alcoholic, is a is a now sober living man. They know this. Mm-hmm. And I'm counting me. Like I said, I'm counting me in that bin. I know that that man is like, he did what he needed to do for his life. But when he threw the tequila down, I'm mm-hmm. like, that son of a bitch. That Briru Riru didn't put AJ Styles over at the right time. He shouldn't have beat Monty Brown, motherfucker. So this match is going to get heat. Also, can we stop acting like, I don't know, Jay Lethal is not great at the wrestling? Because that's still a narrative going around, man. That's still a narrative going around. That Jay Lethal uh, uh, is get. Remember when people were complaining that Jay Lethal signed and he wasn't doing anything and he should have. If he was going to leave, he should have went to Impact or tried for NXT. Remember those combos? Now it's like, there's too much Jay Lethal. Why does Tony Khan like Jay Lethal so much? Anyway. Because he's an excellent hand. Yes, that is yes. 100% no, no, no. the reason. The, you, you, you don't mean it in an insulting way. Yes, yes. He's an excellent hand in the no, same way that, that very... Seth Rollins is an excellent hand for WWE. He can put over who you want to be put he's over. He's a veteran presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a really good You wrestler. said he's an excellent hand. You, you didn't say he's a good rejection hand. is a hilariously goofy move. It, it is, but, but uh, it looks cool, and I like watching people. It gets countered like a million different ways. And you know Just, what? He know, all the different but counters. Jay Lethal knows that, and he's prepared counters for the counters. Yes, because he's Jay fucking Lethal, one of the best Ring of Honor champions yes. ever. Imagine if Impact had given him a similar level push. Could you imagine the matches we would have got no. if if Impact had taken Jay Lethal as seriously as Ring of Honor did back when they still had AJ and Christopher Daniels? He is a black machismo. No, no, not, not when he's black machismo. Because remember, there was a time where he dropped that all together right before leaving. It was like a little, yeah. yeah, right. Where, where basically the, the the Jay Lethal that went back to Ring of Honor was the guy that he ultimately, yeah, you know, anyway. Yeah. Um, AEW Women's World Championship match. We're going to get some violence. Jamie Hayter versus Tony mm-hmm. Storm. Word is that Hayter is mm-hmm. injured, but, ooh, wait a minute. I think. She'll be back, apparently. Yeah, usually we get about like two or three, um, usually we get about two or three. Buy-in matches, right? Sheeta just came back yeah. to TV. Why not Sheeta versus Ruby on one, for one of those? Like, oh, I'm just saying. We'll I would like, I would like very much. I would like. It, it would be cool. And finally, <coughs> we're not we're not missing anything, right? Because I know some stuff happened on TV that didn't. Do you think we get a swerve mm-hmm. uh Lee match or are they gonna save that for something else? Nah. They're gonna they're probably gonna save that for something else. You know what? That um, is a good think... idea. I think. I, I think, think you should move that. both them brothers to collision or give them a bigger role on dynamite so their feud has Yeah. Or you can just make rampage. Yeah, I don't I don't think we get them their thing, which I'm not knocking it. But also it does I would rather see them on collision or dynamite since the bigger the bigger amount of audience gets to see those guys there. Uh yeah. So yeah. the pillars. Let's go, Ben. Um so MJF is going to win this, but mm-hmm. um I wouldn't be surprised if Jungle Boy turns heel. Jungle Boy? Um, because of the Trump yeah, pool? Yeah, they've been... Because of the Roosh match? A lot of people have been talking Trump about pool, that. He's been doing some... He's been doing some... Uh, um, the Trump pool... And, uh, there was something oh. else he did that 
the, the M- MJF has constantly been like, I'm telling you, if you were more like me, I said, out of all of us, besides myself, you have the most amount of talent. If you just yeah. have, if you have my, the difference, he, he even said the difference between me and you is I was willing to be a shark. I'm okay with people hating me. I could see that. But the thing, the reason why I didn't buy into the Roosh <laughs> thing is that that whole match, that whole match, Roosh and uh, and Jose was fucking with it. They was fucking with this man. He gave them a taste of their own medicine, which is a very, you know, traditional baby face move. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't turn heel, but I honestly think it's probably time to pull one of them to heel because Sammy has turned back baby face. Has he? Um, I think Sammy's bullshit. I think Sammy's turned face the same way um, The Rock was a face going into uh, Deadly Games 98, Survivor Series 98. I think Sammy is going to lay down. I think Sammy is going to is going to lay down, and that keeps heat on both of them. Also, that's a blank check. Sammy's going to be like, it's a blank check. I wrote, I wrote myself yeah. a champion's, I wrote myself a champion's salary off of that check without having to do a champion's work because a lot of people still are just going to hate Sammy regardless. So why not lean into it and play it up? I, I think they've been trying to turn Sammy back, Babyface, for a I, while. Because he was actually a good baby face I was saying he before was. nerds became. He was. Uh, until people found out he had a, a relationship with an attractive woman. I said this on Twitter. Yes, basically. And nobody jumped in my mentions to be like, no, you wildin' whoopie doodle do. Not saying that's the end all be all, but like, yo, Sammy was very. We were there. We we watched Sammy wrestle at Battle of the Belts for the TNT, for the interim TNT championship mm-hmm. against Dustin. In the South, in the Carolinas, it's Flair country, but this is Rhodes mm-hmm. country. And Sammy was over in that match. Honestly, I think in that match, Sammy would have been over against Cody in that match. Sammy was over against Cody when they had the uh, the final match where, where they unified the belts. Sammy was over against Garcia, which, by the way, run that. Ooh, you know what? Now that you mention it, if you turn Sammy face and have him separate from the JSA, we can run some. Uh, we can run some good old. We can run. We can run back that Sammy versus um, Garcia match because those two guys. Yeah, them boys were cooking. Yeah, Sammy was. Sammy was a fighting champion as a babyface. He. It, it wasn't until he got the, the until he really put in the Cody hand me down um, creative because they wanted to do. They wanted to get to that mixed tag match. It's like, well, Sammy and Ty are a couple. Let's do that. And then people were like, oh, I have not seen a vagina. All of that. I bad. hate him. All of that was bad. Um, the matches actually worked out. But, I, like, yeah, it, the, the Master Scorpio Sky won. Them niggas was cooking. Like, I get what you're saying. Like, the creative was bad. but the in- I legitimately thought Sammy was hurt in that match with Sylvia Sky. Which one? They had a, they had, they had like, I legitimately thought he... F- the one where he um when they had two for the title. Did like a four fifty oh, yeah, yeah. off the yeah, fucking ladder. Yeah. And like there was no way for Scorpio Scott to actually catch mm-hmm. him. So he kind of just didn't. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? Yeah, I thought when he was said, I thought he the was four fifty. I, I saw it clear as day, like in my mind's eye, like, oh yeah. That spot was There was no way for Scorpio Scott to catch him. Like there was literally there was no way for Scorpio Scott to do anything there. Himself. But like, 
like I'm going to bump into you and fall down. I'm not I'm not catching you, bro. Like I I cannot. Um yeah. So we'll see. Uh, the car yeah, looks like it's going to be very good. Um Yeah. I'll probably come to your crib and watch this if you're doing, yeah, I'm doing it. it. Um yeah. I got to work the next I, I, morning, I, I, I so gotta, I'll yeah, see. True. Good point. Uh you know, yeah. shout out to so uh, my homeboy's girlfriend Bree. She does have points. AW pay-per-views all along, but also this isn't a network and you're paying for it. So I would want to get my money's worth out of it. I don't mind the shows yeah. being it's like a, hours. You know what? They've never even done a four or five. You know who has done those? WWE. There's never been an AW pay-per-view that's crossed like the four hour. None of them. Yeah, none of them have. And that's including the freaking uh I guess if you include the like zero hour, you get past four hours, but anyway. So yeah. Uh, Double or Nothing should be fire. Double or Nothing is almost always, even when the cards like don't have the craziest builds, like to hear that Eddie Kingston and John Moxley had the I Quit match as the main event. It was crazy. It was a great card. Yeah. Double or Nothing does not disappoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, We can save the R&B conversation when Taylor is here with us. I'll close on this, I guess. Yeah. Uh, So I took my son to see uh, SmackDown they taped two episodes, so we next week. So this coming Friday's episode will be the second part of the show I was at. I missed like the first thirty minutes or so of the show. We got there during the uh, AJ Styles, Grayson Waller um, segment. Like niggas was niggas was sitting in our seat. It was myself, my son, and another black family. That uh, some guys, yes. Before you ask, yes, they were in the wrong section. Yes, they were in our seats. So I found a black lady that was an usher and she moved them. And then I got my, we got in our seats. Anyway, uh, after that, the show went smooth. It's real cool. Um, I'm not going to go into like what happened on the show because I'm not going to give any spoilers, but it was a good time. My son had fun. He really, you know, he, he, he was kind of like reserved, but then he got into it and had fun throughout the rest of the show. Uh, the son of the kids, uh, of the, not the kids, the son of the uh, family that was sitting next to us, he, he like really, both our, both our black boys had a good old time. So it was really fun, you know, sitting next to my people and just enjoying a thing that we could all enjoy together. And um, there are there were some major differences I noticed between going to a AEW show and a WWE show. And when I now we're not I'm not being tribal here, I'm just saying brass tacks realities. When there was a uh commercial break on the WWE show. I've heard about this from like watching Grapsy and just other things and just talking to other people that have gone to shows. I saw like two or three entrances where the entrance. So when you're watching on TV and you see somebody coming to the ring, right? They play the music. They walk to a certain point. Even the screens on the stage, like stop and like either play a video package or play a commercial for WWE. And so you got like talent just standing there in the ring trying to keep you hype. And God bless those girls that debuted from NXT and their opponents. Uh, I forgot their names. But Alba Fire and... Um, Isla Dawn. Alba Fire... I know you're like, nigga, I ain't watching this shit. Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. They're, they're the current NXT Women's Tag Team Champions. Two two pretty solid workers. Oh, I mean, okay. uh, formerly Kaylee Ray Ben, the, the UK chick. Kaylee Ray can yeah. go. Uh, Isla Don has some work to do, but they have a cool tag team finisher. 
And I think her being in the tag team has worked out well for her because she's been getting she's getting to develop with somebody with more experience. But great look, very interesting gimmick. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, their match it was a squash basically. They, get, they had a squash match for their debut, but they had a cool entrance, right? They got like you know all the gimmicks and everything, and they come out and they're like, and they, got, they got the cool screen, and they come to the they they, they everyone's kind of like into their entrance, and then they just stop, Ben, because we're on commercial. They literally come out with like torches and flames and things look cool, and then it just goes. Next time, come to Saudi Arabia for the do 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 do, and they're just standing there, like holding their pose with like their torches. It looks fucking ridiculous. Cause like, I was like, wait, I heard it happened, right? But when seeing it is very different mm-hmm. than hearing it happens, or like, and no one did like the Kevin Owens thing, like, cause Kevin Owens apparently would like be, be Kevin Owens and like start talking to the crowd, like, that's like the seventh time we've seen this video. <laughs> Get some new material. Like, he'll entertain you during a commercial break. But, you know, these are NXT people, so mm-hmm. they're like, okay, just do what we're told. And not just them. Like, Austin Theory had that moment happen. I think it happened during Sheamus's intro. It was just, like, really weird to, like, watch it happen. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. y'all just stand there. Or, like, they had, like, in between, like, so we've been to shows together, as I mentioned before. So in AEW, when there's like a, if there's an interest during a commercial break, they just start wrestling. They do their full interest for the crowd, yeah. or you're going to get a match, or like in the, in the like I think we've only seen that happen like twice where there was a match through a commercial break when I went back and watched it on TV, but like a, like yeah, or, but or, they or, do the or like, like an entrance, or like an entrance. I mean, I mean, I meant to say entrance, not a match, mm. but yeah, I think we've only been like two shows where that's happened where there was like an entrance that had to like go during TV. And usually that's the person that's coming out like first. But they still come out and do their thing and the second person comes out. So when there's like TV commercial time where there's like no wrestling or a promo happening in the AEW sure if they're setting something up in the ring, they like interact. They have people come out and interact with the crowd. You have uh, Justin Roberts like doing either like just, 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 just random stuff. Talk, riffing with the crowd, having fun. You know, bringing people mm-hmm. into the ring to like have a like bring two or three people into the ring to like run a thumb war gauntlet during commercial time or lock paper scissors like just there's interaction. One thing I will say that AEW doesn't do that they need to do uh, at their live events is when there is the actual downtime downtime like like back when they used to like shoot dark and uh, elevation there. You got enough content built up now to like run matches, like to show matches, like WWE does, show moments. Do like they've got enough built up over over the past four years now to do that. So that's one thing that I do think is better at the WWE live experience. But uh, I enjoyed both. I prefer the the, the AEW experience because I'm more about watching the in ring action. There was a lot of promos at SmackDown. There was a lot of uh, there was two talk show segments that I watched get filmed. There was like a lot of a lot of promo stuff that was filmed. The matches were, the matches were fun, but at the same time, it's like I like the AEW does isn't so promo heavy, and when they are happening, they are very relevant to what's about to be paid off in a big way. So, uh, just yeah. generally like enjoy your wrestling. Shouts out to Will Washington for that phrase. Uh, I know Ben will never go to a WWE live event with me, especially now that NXT is no longer Black and Gold NXT. <coughs> um, yeah. My brother actually asked me about going. And I was like, I'm not. It was a good time. It was a good time. <laughs> I didn't realize how many uh, of cool. my coworkers and like 
just the homies on Facebook were into wrestling period because like when I ran into them at the show, they were talking about like new like yo resurgences this weekend, yada yada. I'm like, yo, how did I notice about you? So some people are still in the closet with their fandom. I need you to go out here and wear a black t-shirt with a logo on it. I right, get your bullet club shirts out, bros. But other than that, I have a you you know the only bullet club shirt I have is a villain club shirt. Oh. Oh, is that the no did yeah. you go to the mall with me that time? Well yes. I didn't was it you or was it Rashad? I don't know when I bought this. Nigga, I had I've had this shirt forever. <laughs> like, like I've had this shirt forever. I bought it. I have a Naito shirt. I bought it when I bought my Naito shirt. I got a low shirt. And I've had this shirt for a long time. It was like before Marty even really was in ROH. It was straight New Japan shit. But yeah, it's a villain club shirt. And like one, I'm way larger than I was when I bought this shirt, so it doesn't even fit correctly anymore. And two, um, I'm pretty sure I got rid of it, actually. I did get rid of it, because I can't fit it no more. But, um, yeah, because I'm fat. Jonesy walked off, I guess, to find a t-shirt, ignoring that this is an audio podcast, and no one will see that unless I decide to finally post the videos. We will eventually start posting our videos again. Um, trying to figure out how I want to launch something to post a video. So we'll 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 we'll, uh, we'll get to that. But yeah, yeah. Um, um, but yeah, we I don't even have that shirt anymore. I was saying I, oh, I got rid of yeah, it. Ours, yeah, um, I almost bought, I almost bought the long sleeve one with like the uh, with the bird logo when he um. It's, it wasn't a Bullet Club style one. It just it was just like a villain shirt. It was the one where he had the the Plague Doctor mask and like the umbrella behind him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. I almost bought that joint. Uh, I would probably still buy it. Like, out out. Anybody of all gonna the, know what the fuck you wear? Yeah, I mean, some people will, but like out of all the speaking out stories, Marty's Marty is a guy that actually was like, okay. Um, I don't mean what he did was okay. I mean like the fact he was like, okay. My read on that situation, it kind of reminds me of that uh the the Me Too Aziz Ansari stuff where he was like, I did not read our interaction that way. I'm sorry that I made you feel that way. Um, et cetera, et cetera. Like he he showed contrition. So Marty was like, Hey, um, we were in this type of environment, we were vibing. I thought that the, you know, his wasn't like rape goblin, Vince McMahon type, getting this or you know what? No, fuck that. His wasn't like uh, Jack Gallagher, like, yo, I saw you go in the bathroom and I kicked in the door after you. And then, oh, you didn't. Oh, Jack's story is there's a reason why Buddy has disappeared and has to do like MMA and like bare knuckle boxing now. Uh, yeah, his, his is like, yikes. Yeah, his was like uh, Friday after next, Damon and Money Mike in the bathroom level energy. But Marty's was like, oh, I, we were vibing. I thought we were making out, feeling each other. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. Uh, I sincerely, I, what I did was wrong. If that's how I made you feel, then it was wrong, regardless of what I thought about it. But you know, I get it, and I'm not. Uh, that's, that's like talking about that kind of. It was stuff a whole like a, incident. Yeah. I don't even remember how speaking out started. But yeah, yeah. Um, but on a I'm about to get a bag. Yeah, but uh, that is a dark way to end the show. Yeah, but, so let's um, end it on a lighter. Double or nothing this weekend. Collision is coming. The game is coming. Mm-hmm. I need I need you people again. 
to reiterate this point. We have a second alternative that we didn't think we'd see. Yes, TNA was an alternative at its peak, which to me was like probably 06 to 08. Sort of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. until it, until they started to try to be WWE light. I like that AEW is not trying to be WWE light. It's its own product. It's an alternative. Warner mm. Brothers Discovery is happy with it. Its core fan base are very happy with it because we're getting super served. You don't have to like it. You don't got to watch it. You don't got to engage with it. But actively wanting it to die, as someone that claims to love wrestling, is a very weird take. Actively wanting hundreds of people to lose their jobs and income. That's nasty work. Don't be that type of person. Enjoy your wrestling. Super support it. Support it as much as you can afford to and as much as you wish to. But don't wish ill on any, you know, promotion that's not something that's inherently uh, shitty and or dangerous to people. What you like. Like what you yeah. like. Yeah. Spend more energy on liking what you like and loving what you love and supporting that. And spend less energy on hating something else. Doesn't get you anything in the end. Boom. But also, quit setting these weird hurdles. Message. Quit setting these weird hurdles because... Nigga, AEW is gonna keep making y'all look dumb in in like, okay, they'll never draw a million. That's a rule that y'all niggas who hate it made, right? They did multiple times, multiple times. Uh, they'll never recover after CM Punk. They're, no Punk means no new TV deal. Yeah, yeah uh, about that. Warner Brothers can't be happy with them losing two hundred thousand or. 200,000 or whatever viewers. Well, they're still at mm. 800. To, sometimes they're at 900. Sometimes they're at 800. They average anywhere between 800,000 to 900 something plus thousand. That's nearly a million people every week on cable against live sports. Again, new TV it is deal, live sports season. whole new full primetime show. Uh, the video game is not real. They're, the the video game is actually going to lose money because they don't. No one. Uh, the game's going to be bad. The game's not coming out. Actually, it's going to come out too late. The all the like goalposts that have been set up against this company, they don't. They keep clearing them. Wimbledon is going to be such Thank an embarrassment you. for them. They'll never sell. Wembley. Thank you. Wembley. They'll never sell Wembley. I haven't been keeping track now of the ticket sales because, again, none of that money goes into me or Ben or Taylor's pockets. It's like 70-something thousand. That was, that was the last announcement. The last time ago. I saw something, yeah. it was like... That was yeah. a couple of weeks ago that they were at 70K. Uh, Wembley's... Well, they, they rented it and they're really getting at a loss because they're only going to run 40,000 seats. That makes sense. Hey, man, at this point, if you don't like it, cool. But we ain't gotta lie. We ain't. We don't have to like. I know. The, I know the money's in the negative discourse. If we really wanted to like get our podcast popping off, all we'd have to do is we could drop all the other stuff we talk about, like video games, anime, uh, sports, music, whatever. Just talk. About we could literally no. We could li not just resting. We could literally just talk about all the reasons that AEW is failing, is about to die, and sucks. We could easily go that route. Oh, lie. Yeah, we could lie. We could, yeah, we could lie and get a lot of engagement. A lot of engagement. Yeah. But we have integrity. We got integrity, as Randy Marsh would say. Sort of. I mean, sort of. 
we, we like we said earlier. Somebody pay me. I'll lie about it. Somebody, look, well, I don't know, but I, I'm not. I'm not down bad like Ben. <laughs> Anything, man said he will be. Do you he, want me to lie? We for will you? be an anti AEW, anti vaxxer pro uh, uh, PizzaGate podcast for the right price. <laughs> Just lying about all sorts of shit that I don't believe. We will in, have Ben Shapiro on weekly. We will have Mayo Giannopoulos to yep. explain to us why blacks are just inferior. We, we, we will facilitate that conversation. And I'll be agreeing with him. You are right. Them them monkeys are just the worst. And when we finally start making money off this shit, somebody's going to take that clip out of context and just... <laughs> Good. <laughs> like, yo. Go ahead. We, uh, fighting against the allegations would be our next level of content after that. Like, yo, they're going to be like, and you know they fuck with Kevin Samuels. Yes. Tell those sweet lies about uh, us. <laughs> yes, just tell them. Tell them as we receive our paychecks. But thank you yes. guys for listening to the latest episode of Black's New Black. We are out. Peace. Yep.